Hi, welcome to a pay-to-win podcast name Pending. My name is Steven. I'm Sean. And we're going to talk about stuff. So we tried to do this earlier. Things got a little heated. But so we're going to try and stick to our guns on this one. Destiny 2. All right. This- Actually, let's go back for a sec. Before we get to the podcast, um, I feel like this is going to be a podcast where we talk about stuff like games, movies, TV, comics, funny news, and crap yeah, like just that. Memes. Any, any, definitely going to have a Pepe yeah. segment. Honestly, I think we should screw all that. This is a meme podcast. Only the memes all the time. God, we're gonna have we're gonna have all the hottest memes. We're gonna have the damn Daniels. Damn Daniels. We're gonna have a Five Nights at Freddy's memes. Scary game, but good memes. We might even start a Minecraft let's play. Let's I mean, I've been trying to get into Minecraft rap. <laughs> <laughs> Is that an actual genre? Yes. You haven't heard? Yeah, people. Do, there's people that do like Minecraft raps, and I mean, this is old hat, but it still happens. People are still doing Minecraft song parodies. No, they don't. Yeah, they do. I swear to God. There was a there was a take on me parody. It was like mine diamonds, and it's like that. If that sounded bad, it gets worse. <laughs> Man, I see some dumb shit on YouTube, but that like that's deep. That's a sphere. I'm not even tied into these. These mines run deep, my dude. <laughs> you got to go to the ender of YouTube. <laughs> God, dude, I'm so out of touch with Minecraft, dude. I I went to vi- I went to visit Sam a couple weeks ago. Sam's my girlfriend. For those who don't know, hey Sam. Um, we went to I went to visit her at college. She just graduated, but like one of her friends had a bunch of friends over, and they're all gamers. They play like League and shit like that. But I walked. She walked out one day, and she found them like laying on the floor with like a big rig computer rig just set up mm-hmm. and they were just playing minecraft this one guy was showing his girlfriend how to play minecraft and everyone was like because ah, she's bad uh, <laughs> minecraft like that's a game that i feel like just fell off the earth i feel like, like it fell as far off. as my perspective goes yeah like if you're not playing it it definitely like see ya. if you don't follow the funny memes yeah. as a 12 year old you don't really know minecraft but i feel like it's making this weird yeah, ironic that, comeback that's the thing like kids I have never let Minecraft die. No, kids will power this earth. It's and when they say kids are the future, they mean kids are going to play Minecraft till we're dead. <laughs> That's going to be, like, the future of, like, energy production. Just kids, like, the mining sh- in Minecraft. That's resource <laughs> management. Like, there's going to be some kind of device that, like, takes the mechanical energy from clicking the mouse. <laughs> so, like, have you watched, you watched the episode of Black Mirror where, like, they, like, ride bikes for points. Yeah, it's yeah. going to be that, but it's Minecraft clicking. <laughs> for every diamond you find, you get, like, a little bonus. You get yeah. to, like, take a lunch break. <laughs> you know how, like, there's, like, companies in China that, like, just make money by, like, mining, like, gold and wow. Yeah. They, like, sell it <laughs> yeah, to people. Sell it off people. Like, somehow, they're, like, they're going to be mining just shitloads of cobblestone oh. and selling it to people that are too lazy to mine yeah, or dude. use creative mode yeah. actually all the squidward <laughs> people you see in there are just real people they're selling you fake stuff the gold and diamonds you sell that's real money now that's bitcoin oh my god that's right there were like squidward looking yes people in that i game. never played the game at squidward dude yeah <laughs> i squidward download. like the last time i remember playing the game they had just introduced like wolves Oh, and I God. could never find them. I th- didn't no, didn't we have like, little puppies when we used to play on our like shit server? We had puppies following us, or maybe I just played by myself. <laughs> maybe I don't know. Like, <laughs> like, like dogs were like the last thing I remember yeah, being introduced yeah. before I stopped. I remember I, you could get like pets if you like gave them food and like put a saddle on them or something. You could like yeah. do funny things with pigs. But God, this was probably back when Minecraft was still new. <laughs> I mean, this is definitely before like I th- I don't rem- I don't remember the order of. Uh, like updates and things, but I, I think I was playing when the end. Oh hey, I think I was playing when the Ender was becoming a thing. Maybe I remember Enderman. 
Yeah. Like, I know they were, like, supposed to make that an actual, like, realm or something. Yeah, some it's shit. like the negative zone. Like, I don't know how you get there. I don't remember. But I think you build, like, a gate and you go into it. Or maybe that's just hell. I can't remember. <laughs> What's the difference? Like, they, I probably, probably can't call it hell. That's too spicy that's for the true. children. They have to call it Ender. They have to call it the Upside Down. Anyways, uh, Minecraft rap. <laughs> My, yeah, Minecraft rap, dude. It's a big deal. So, I honestly haven't listened to any. I just watched the funny meme videos. I mean, you knew about uh, the diamond. I don't know. Uh, all right, all right, fine. I make Minecraft parody videos on YouTube. You can find me under MinecraftKid64. My mom won't let me put 69, so. Uh, breaking news. <laughs> That's the same account as no. the alt account for Maddie B Raps. <laughs> I, okay, fine. I'm Maddie B Raps. <laughs> I'm going to steal uh, your girl. Hide your girl. <laughs> I'm coming for him. Anyways, we we mentioned it briefly for like half a second wow, we got at the very beginning. <laughs> How much time was that? Like five minutes of talking about Minecraft? <laughs> this can be easy. Podcasting is easy, dude. <laughs> Anyways, we just finished watching the Destiny 2 gameplay reveal live stream. Me. And uh, thoughts on the live stream? Um, I'm pretty fucking hyped, my guy. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely interested. It definitely... There's a lot of stuff that seems like they've just done the basic shit that should have been yes. in Destiny One. It should like it. Ugh, it's crazy how you compare Destiny One versus Destiny Two, and how much like something that's generic and obvious that you put in almost every game just for yeah. like time management and things to do was just missing in Destiny One. And I still love Destiny One. Playing vanilla Destiny was a blast for me, but like it's just so it seems so bare bones compared to yeah. this. Like, for me, Destiny 1 just got too boring and grindy. Once yeah. you finish, like, the main levels, it's, like, the only yeah. real thing is to grind for loot, basically, unless you can find people on the internet that want to yeah. do raids with you, which... If you want to message funny men on their Reddit. Their take on matchmaking, without being just standard matchmaking, I think is really cool, mm -hmm. because, like... If it was just matchmaking, it could just be a bunch of randoms and nobody would talk. And then, like, their whole emphasis on communication yeah. through raiding. Plus, literally, a raid is impossible to do without communication. Yeah. If you come in there not knowing what to do or doing your own thing. I've played, you know, like, five raids because it's impossible to find people that much. Yeah. But, I mean, I felt like a dumb shit because these people were running, like, machines. And I'm out there like, do I shoot it or do I go over there? And I'm just dying left and right. But they're, like, talking to me, telling me what to do, mm -hmm. telling me how to be better. And I'm like... This, it's, it's a good experience. It's just getting to that point, and then when someone has to go fucking get their tindies and they don't come back, you're boned because you have to go find someone else on reddit.com or on Twitter or yeah, in a Discord yeah. server, and you're just, you're screwed for like 30 minutes. Fucking, that's why I really like about, um, since they're not just doing standard matchmaking, they're tying it in with their clan system. Yeah. That way you'll have an actual group of people, and then you can just kind of fill in the blank slots yes. they have. I'm so hyped to be a blank slot. Like that. <laughs> Like, that... It's genius. It fills in, like, the emptiness that they were having with, like, there was no real sense of community in the game itself. Yeah, they, everyone created their own little community. Like, there was, there was no way to really interact with people, even in, like, the social space. All you could do is kind of emote and dance at each other. Yeah. Like, you can't even... You can't could, chat. Like, you can't talk to randos. They have to be in your party and even talk to them. Yeah. It's like, it's, by doing this, they have a way that, like, just solo players can meet new people, yeah. actually, like, make friends That's something game. I didn't think about until just now. Like, everything was on console, now it's on PC. Can you chat, keyboard chat in the hubs and That's stuff? going to be a huge thing if... Yeah, if like, they don't they, let you. Yeah. Like, well, that'd be ridiculous. But then it, it feels weird because... That's something you can't do. I guess you could open the keyboard on, like, the PS4 if you have one of the little dongles, you can yeah, do that. Yeah, but fuck that. No, they suck. Like, I hate, I like, when I play Rocket League, the only thing I can type is, like, a GG or LOL because I don't have time to type anything else. Yeah. 
But yeah, like um, on PC, with if they don't have that text chat, that's going to be a huge disadvantage. Yeah, I can't imagine they wouldn't. But like that, that's one thing I think would be a disadvantage of the game on PS4 is that everybody obviously the PlayStation comes with a mic. Yeah, but very few people actually use it that's most true. of the time. That's very true. Whereas on PC, everybody like if they they, even if, they, even if you don't have a mic, you don't have to have one if you include the yeah, text you gotta, chat. You can just type. That's, that way, even like shy people that don't want to speak, yeah, can still communicate Fucking with people. Beta can be like, "Lol, hello," and you're like, "Get out of here." Here we go again. <laughs> we won't devolve that much. But anyways, but. they can like. There's a way that they can like still communicate without having to be all you yeah. know, fucking vocal. Yeah, it's gonna be a huge improvement. I feel like just across the board. I'm kind of bummed that they didn't, you know, touch on any kind of cross save or cross play between mm-hmm. PS4 and PC. Since, you know, they suck Sony's dick like it's giving them money, which, spoiler alert, it is. It is. <laughs> but it just kind of, I was really hoping for that because, I mean, I would have bought the game probably on PC and PS4 if mm-hmm. I could just, like, switch it up. Like, if I want to go somewhere with my P- PS4 or PC and I can just bring that save over there across the border if I want to play yeah. with friends on a huge screen. It seems like a logical thing to me, but I feel like it could be kind of messy since they're doing mm-hmm. it exclusively through Battle.net. Yeah, that's... Which is, like, another huge thing that kind of came out of left field besides the leak, but still left field yeah like the whole battle net thing it's wild it's it's so odd to me <laughs> like, like every i mean every game on battle net is like a blizzard made game yeah made it's blizzard all like strictly blizzard. blizzard and it's like like they have like just a game for like every kind of genre almost yeah and now this is like some some kind of outside thing that's yeah. kind of tapping into both like the shooter and the mmo and like yeah it's like a it's kind of like I mean, it makes sense. It's not kind of sounds like something Blizzard would put together. You got the hero yeah. first person shooter. You got all the fun powers. You got the MMO. You got the loot based gameplay. It's probably the closest thing we'll ever really get to what Project Titan was supposed to be. Wow, true, <laughs> very true. Like, yeah, for those of you who don't know, Project Titan was the uh, pretty much the Overwatch precursor. Yeah, the failed MMO slash pseudo sequel to WoW that yeah. never panned out. It was going to be Overwatch out of it. An orgasmic first person like. MMO shooter type fun dealy, and then it just fell it's apart. Like, and they use models for Overwatch. Yeah, it's like there's so much that we really like. Nobody really knows what was going on with no, that. It's just so that it bizarre. didn't work out. It's really weird. I mean, I wonder. I feel like someone just walked into the room and was like, "People have been making MMOs for 20 years. They almost all have sucked after WoW. No yeah. one's made a Team Fortress two. Let's do that." <laughs> <laughs> and they just took the models and went wild. Yeah, pretty much. And like it, it worked. I mean, shit. It's probably the biggest one of the biggest online games. You go on Twitch. It's, Always being played. Yeah, true. It's wild. And that game's pretty fun. We tried to play it the other day, and it was less well, like, fun. The problem with when we played the other day is that we played Capture the Flag. That's true. And Capture the Flag really does not work no, in that game. No, it's bizarre. No one captures the flag. They just kill no. each other. Like, it's like, at best, like one team will capture the flag once, and then they just hold till the end. Yeah, and of course they capture 20, minute, 20 seconds before the game is over, yeah. so no one's playing for it anymore. It's just shitty. <laughs> but I wonder if... Uh, Destiny coming to uh, Battle.net will mean that Battle.net's going to try and expand and, like, try and get more on its platform. Oh, like, out, like be like a Steam-type deal? Yeah. Like a hub for just games of all yeah, kinds? Yeah, try and build into oh. that and be, like, more of an actual competitor to Steam and yeah. Origin and all that kind of shit. Maybe. Because, I mean, I feel like they've been sitting pretty pretty just doing their own thing for a while with their loot boxes and, like, the microtrans yeah. that they have on there. But that's... I definitely see that being a possibility. If they got like more Activision, like cross cross promotionals things like that, but I mean I feel like I mean it's 
kind of unprecedented for them. So we'll see what they do going forward. But I mean, yeah. Destiny's gonna Destiny's got a lot to do, man. Yeah, I got think a lot to make up for. I think it'll be a really successful game on PC because it's yeah. very like. Even the way Destiny 1 is structured, it's very pick-up-and-play. Yeah, I mean, I, shit, I, I go months not playing it, and I go back, and it's like I, it's like riding a fucking bike. Yeah, I just exactly. do it all over again. The biggest argument about doing it on console, unless you buy it digitally, of course, is yeah. that you're just too lazy to swap the fucking discs. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, whereas if it's on PC, you can just do yeah, it up. Yeah, there's no disc, baby. It's just on that, baby. 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 But, yeah, no, I... I am hopeful for that game. I, like, before I was, like, I had, like, a criteria of things they needed to do, and it was a very short list. It just said, make matchmaking not shit. Yeah. <laughs> and as far as I can tell, it looks like they're doing their best to do that, so I am sitting pretty. Like, all they needed to do was... Pardon me. Yeah, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> all they needed to do was, like... Keep pretty much the same general thing. You got the three classes with all the fun abilities, the great shooting, mm-hmm. and loot-based is something I've always liked. I, I dig that in the game. And so they keep all that. They keep the strikes. They keep the raids. They made patrolling planets sound fun. They yeah. added all kinds of quests and adventures and finding new little things hiding in the, in the world. And then they made matchmaking better. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, I've, I'm pretty hopeful. I think this took me from a wait-and-see to pre-order to play the beta and if it sucks <laughs> cancel my pre-order but True. We'll, we'll we'll have to see we'll have to see i, I mean uh, just talking now i was like i don't know if i want to do ps4 or pc but talking about it with like the text chat and just the the community i think you'll find on there i'm probably probably go pc for sure yeah i don't know man i'm i was kind of hoping for a new class yeah like a four like, classes yeah like i mean it, it could potentially still like they could bring one up. I mean, know? it's. I mean, those classes were kind of weird because you saw like when I saw the shield thing, I was like, "That's obviously a warlock thing." But then that was a titan thing. Yeah. And then the warlock, I was like, "That's definitely titan." That it was a warlock doing the the flaming sword, the dawnbringer thing. Yeah. And then I mean, hunter was kind of generic, but <laughs> it looks cool. What? Are oh yeah, the hunter just had like the sword dancing thing, but with the pole arm. Yeah. And like yeah. in my opinion, it, it looked, looked cool as shit. It looks really cool, but like to me, out of those, the shield thing is the most wild. Because of yeah. the way it, like, does the Captain America connecting hits. your Captain America roleplay in <sighs> Destiny. God, yes, dude. You could probably, I bet you can make a Steve Rogers lookalike in there. The character cr- curator is pretty goddamn shit in one. But I saw that dude with the wicked ponytail. Oh, yeah, <laughs> There's going to be some interesting things to do with your face. But it, and that's another thing that concerns me, though. Because, I mean, I, I sunk some fucking time in Destiny 1. I've been playing since the OG beta, and I played all the way up to Age of Triumph, and in the increments of time, but I played every major thing Destiny had to offer, so I have all those alkylades, all those things, all yeah. those fun things, and I've heard that they're going to do legacy rewards for people that have been with it for so mm-hmm. long, but is it going to be one of those things, if you switch from a console to a console, are you not able to yeah, indul- indulge in that sort of thing? That is a concerning thing about them not mentioning the cross-play Yeah, or any kind of cross-promotional. Yeah. And, like, the thing is, like, they're super up Sony's butt and vice versa. Mm-hmm. Like, do you think PC is going to get shafted like Microsoft is? Like... I I would say so if it weren't for the whole Battle.net thing. Yeah, true. And also, because it's the new thing. Yeah, And exactly. people are going to go nuts over being on PC, and I think they're going to cater to that as yeah, much as like, PS4. Like, I think Maybe there's much. a big market for it on PC. Yeah. Honestly, because, like... There's so much untapped gamers. Because, like, it's, it's MMO-ish enough while still being, like, different from what you typically yeah. think of as an MMO. mmo light, which is becoming, like, its own kind of genre now, I yeah, feel like. Yeah, sort of, yeah. Yeah. But I... 
I do think it's a good thing that they're, like, introducing the whole clan guild type thing. Yes. So, like, both build into its more MMO-ness. Yeah. Because in Destiny 1, they really, like, kind of try to hammer in the fact that, no, we're not an MMO, but, oh, like, yeah. you obviously are going they're for that. They're being, like, a bitch MMO. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's like you don't want to commit to we're it, but you're, say, like... but I don't know. You're hitting, like, most of the stops. No, yeah, know? I mean, so. they have... All the generic of like an MMO, just m- minus the massive part. It's yeah. it's like a mini online yeah, multiplayer experience. Me. I'm interested about like uh, they showed like the sort of pseudo little town, the farm. It. Yeah, the farm. <laughs> yeah, dude. But um, I want to see like if that's something you have to like teleport into because you can like select a range, or if you can walk into it like from a patrol. Well, that that's what I. That's true. That's an interesting thought. But they did say there's going to be like varying landing zones which is something super cool because mm-hmm. and the other ones you got one place you can land on a planet unless it's yeah. for a mission but then you can't go out of that range but for this i bet you could land on one part walk all the way to the farm leave another direction and then take off from wherever you want to go to another planet or go to a story quest or go anywhere because that's another amazing yeah. thing you can you according to them you can do yeah. <laughs> we'll see at the end times you can go from anywhere to anything with just like a mm-hmm. click of a button which is amazing, and there's a map. Come on, guys! It's, like, it's so plus for the map. <laughs> it's so like weird that one of the most hyped things about this Destiny Two reveal was that you don't have to do like the loading screen yes. between like launch up and launch down and like all this nonsense. When that's such a basic, I know it's like, such an obvious thing. It's like, what do players want to do? Do they want to go for Mars, go into orbit, land on the tower, turn in their quests, leave the tower? Go back down to Mars and finish up that one quest that they couldn't do just yet because they didn't have space? Or do they want to go to the tower and go back to Mars? Like, <laughs> like, or even then. That was something they introduced, I think, later. You could turn in your bounties wherever you were, which was really nice. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. glad that that's broadened out to everything in the game. Yeah. That, that was definitely a good little one. Yeah. It's, I mean, it, like, it's a shame they didn't do that coming out of the gate. But I mean, I imagine it's so like in the architecture of how the game is built mm-hmm. that trying to do like an overhaul like that would be so massive and so unwarranted when they've been working on Destiny Two since Destiny One came out. Yeah, Destiny One basically is just a big beta for Destiny yeah, Two. Yeah, might as well be. It's like oh, they put all the fuck ups in there, fucked around for a year, no, and now yeah. they're like, all right, here we're gonna actually try and do something. Worthwhile. I mean, yeah, it, it kind of is just like this like massive beta test with like introducing new content, and then they just were like, you know what? Scrap that shit. Let's make Overwatch. <laughs> it's pretty sick. And also, <laughs> honorable mention to the game that was going to last for ten years. Three's not bad. Three yeah. is not bad. <laughs> that's true. That's true. One out of three ain't bad. But I'm excited. I'm super hype. I am going to... I mean, I think I'm going to go home and probably pre-order that game. <laughs> I want to know when the beta's coming out. I don't remember. They said summer, yeah. but I don't know exactly when. I'm looking forward to it. Mm-hmm. I wonder if like E3 will have any kind of... Destiny fan service. Like, I'm sure... They're not going to not talk with, about With it. how much, like, Sony was jacking them off, I would be surprised if their press conference didn't have some kind of Destiny no. mention at the very least. I'm sure they're going to have, like, a little yeah. trailer and a talkie point, maybe talk about some new mode or some kind of, like, yeah. go in-depth on a world or something. Or talk about the classes a little more. Uh-huh. See how abilities... Because they showed, like, their... They're super, but they didn't show, like, their individual abilities that much. Yeah, like, you and could kind of see them, but you couldn't really tell what was going on. Yeah, like, you could see, like, that's grenade, that's a melee, and that's something else, because they have three now. Yeah, there was, there was that one moment with, like, the uh, warlock, I believe, where she just jumped in the air and then just, like, shot teleported down. to the ground, and, like, yeah. that was an ability. Like, was it an ability, or was it, like, a cutscene-type deal? Like, I don't know, because, like, she had, like, in her third, uh, like, little ability slot, it went gray oh, really? after she used it. 
Maybe this. <laughs> it was just like, why would that? Yeah. I mean, that'd be kind of cool to have grenade ability, um, melee ability, and then mobile ability. Something yeah, for some movement. kind of movement thing. And like, it maybe it doesn't make sense how she would shoot down. Like, unless that had some kind of like, like you said, area of effect that would push yeah, them back yeah. or give them burn damage or something. But it didn't look like it. And there were no, no enemies really. around. Yeah. So weird choice, but we'll see. And I wonder, like, because each class has like their like build. Like they'd have like mm-hmm. the fire build, the yeah, for all the elements. Yeah, the element build. So I wonder if they'll how much those are going to be different. If they're going to come out with two in the beginning or have three in the beginning. Because yeah, since they have three, like even if none of the classes really changed, yeah, they'd have to add something new for that third ability slot yeah. for each of like the specializations. It, it's I mean this. There's a lot that we know now, but so much of the little things we just don't know. Yeah, it'll be good to see where it goes forward. Yeah. E3 is going to be wild. Dude, it's like just a month away. It's in June, right? Yeah, middle of June. Jesus Christ. I think June 12th is like yeah. the first press conference days. God damn it, dude. I don't dude. know for sure, but around I'm going to have to have that running on the background at work. I'm trying to get them yeah. to put like up a TV that I can download like Twitch to <laughs> yeah, and just yeah. have it playing up there. Customers come in and see like, one more second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's going to be exciting. I'm super hyped. And like this. Alright, Queen Slate, number one game you want most at E3. At E3. To see. Um, like, like Marvel 2? <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's not gonna happen because everybody, like, everybody always, like, jacks himself off about how Rockstar never talks about anything at oh, E3. But I wanna yeah. see some Red Dead, Red Dead, 2. Dead 2 stuff. Do you like, think they'll release, like, a trailer just while it's going on online? I would be very surprised if they didn't have something come out around the E3 yeah. time. Even if they're not at a press conference. Yeah. Like, they would be... I feel like it would be foolish almost not to kind of steal the attention away. Yeah. Because Red Dead 2 would steal a lot of no, attention. Red Dead would, like, unless they were like, here's a full gameplay trailer for Half-Life 3 and Kingdom Hearts 3, mm-hmm. <laughs> like... Red Dead 2 is, like, that's Rockstar's first game in, what, like, six years now since Grand Theft Auto V came out? Maybe five? Jesus, probably, It's yeah. been a while. Because, I mean, they've, they've just been fucking padding out their multiplayer like like nobody's goddamn business. I, I hate the way GTA V turned out. <laughs> it was it was definitely a huge letdown. Yeah. Like, playing it, it's like, there's so many games where, like, the first time you play it, you're like, whoa, this is so cool, it's so big, it's so much to do. Yeah. But then, like... Two years down the line, fucking six months down the line, you look back and you're like, that game was fine at best. Yeah, it's like GTA Five. Like it had a lot of like cool stuff in it, mm. but after having completed it and like looking back, there's so much less memorable about it compared to Four. Yeah, I mean that, Four, like, like Four, my world. Four is kind of an odd man out in the series too, and that it's a much more serious yeah. approach to the story. Very coming to America, kind of working class, and, fucking assassin. <laughs> yeah, Five kind of came back to that whole like campy almost. It got a little campy, rompy, sort of of goofy. But, like, that's the thing. Four had that sort of stuff, but it was Mm -hmm. very muted. It was very, like, logical. Like, Bruce or Brucey. Yeah, yeah, Brucey with, like, the juice head. Yeah, the juice head. Like, he was such a goon, but, like, he was fun and he was real. Yeah. But, and, like, gay Tony and things like that, and then... That's something... Rockstar really fucked up with not, not having story DLC. DLC at all. Like, yeah. They didn't need to because people were playing the fucking paying the shitload. I mean, like, it, it's been, like we said, we don't know, but like four, five, six years, forever fucking long. And GTA V still is at the top of almost every like game sign list somehow. Yeah. Like, like there's still wait, people who, who hasn't bought that game. Both of us. We neither of us have it on PC. <laughs> yeah, but I, I got it on like 360 when it first came yep, out. Same. Because yeah. they did that bullshit. We're like, oh, it's, it's just going to be on like, 
yeah. were current at the time. Yeah. Console. We're not and going next like, gen. And then of course they. Then fucking it comes did. next gen. It's like, hey, look at this. You can play first person. It's like we're not going to be on PC. And then of course they Jesus. fucking did. I, f- I specifically remember because like we, I think we both got the PS4 bundle with Last yeah, with, of Us and G- both games yeah. we've already played just on yeah. PS4. <laughs> Neither of which I've played fully on PS4. Nope. I've never touched Last of Us on PS4. I'd like to because it has that uh, uh, the like DLC story. Oh, with, does it include that? Yeah. Yeah, I oh, think cool. it's, yeah, because it's the remastered. It has everything. Oh, and nice. I'd, I'd like to go back to it, because that game was a blast. But, and who knows, maybe I'd go back and back. That, this that's game a, wasn't I was to say, that's a game I look back on, too, and I'm like, at the time I was like, yeah, but now I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, I mean, like, because it did something new with the story, but that was like the year, like, every dad-daughter game came out. Yeah. I can't remember the other ones, I, I, I remember think, that being a thing. Like, Bioshock Infinite, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Like, they did that. I think that was the same year. Was Roughly of, around the same time. I think it was the same year. At least the same, like, from from when Last of Us came out, a year goes on. I think Bioshock came out in that time, or vice yeah. versa. I don't know. That's kind of a thing that, like, I feel like such a contrarian douchebag, yeah. <laughs> for my opinion on this. But Last of Us, and even the whole Uncharted series, I think is good, but I don't think they're as good as, like, all the hype surrounding yeah. them. Like, I, I'll give you that, but, like, people aren't playing those games to be, like... This is so intricate. This is so blah, blah, blah. They're playing it because they're fun. They're characters they've loved for like 10 years. And just because, I mean, it's it's like watching a Transformers movie. You just turn your brain off and have fun. Yeah. They don't have... They're not artistic. They're technical marvels for sure. Oh, yeah. They're fucking beautiful. They look beautiful and they play beautiful. But, I mean, it's it's kind of just run, jump, shoot, watch a cutscene, cry a little bit, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things where it's like, I feel like when you play it once... There's not a lot of reason no. to replay it. Unless like, you're trying to do like a collect thing. I mean, you're not going to get yeah. and even anything then it's out like, of that. I would say that's a, almost kind of a benefit to the regard because they're yeah. they're very short and they're like very movie like. Yeah. So it's replaying that game is like rewatching a movie that takes ten to twelve hours. Yeah. <laughs> it kind of <laughs> like, seems like not not real. I mean, they have like those videos online where they just make Uncharted one the movie, mm, Uncharted two the movie, yeah, and they're yeah, like yeah. they're like two or three hours, and you just knock it out like that. Yeah, but like, but I mean, I, I I'm pretty sure if like all time considered, I probably beat the Uncharted collection one through three probably in a total of like thirty hours, yeah, maybe. I know that's about what I did. Yeah, and like that's like varying degrees of like paying attention and really trying. Although in fuck in the first three games, you can die a lot. Those games can oh, get yeah. hard, it's which true. is which is kind of cool. But like, it's half the time it's not like oh, I suck. It's like God, they make this too hard. <laughs> yeah. I don't know, man. Uncharted, like I played through them, I enjoyed them. And then I was like, all right, that's it. Like, yeah. I'm done. Like, I, I have yeah. no further feelings. I don't really feel, like, super hype for any, like, future no, yeah. stuff. Like, I still haven't played Uncharted 4. Yeah. I play through it. Like, and it's fine. It's cool. There's some emotional bits because mm-hmm. I'm not going to spoil anything for you guys. But, like, there's a lot going on with his personal life and the stuff with his brother and yeah. Sully. It's all... I mean, if you've played those games and, like, you're invested in that story, you'll love Uncharted 4. If it's the first time you play one of those games, it's a cool game with a fun story. But, I mean, you're not going to be, like, greatest game of all time. You'll just be yeah. like, that was a fun game. Yeah, like, it's a good time. Yeah. I would recommend th- it if you get it for cheap. Yeah, yeah. I mean, all those games go for, like, $20 now, which yeah. is nice. But, Jesus. It's funny, too, though, because it's Naughty Dog, so they've been the single-player kings of, like, all time. You know, Crash mm-hmm. Bandicoot, Jack and Dexter, My Little Pony, all those great games. And then they have, like, surprisingly great multiplayer games modes. Yeah. The Last of Us was a blast. Uncharted 4's multiplayer, a blast. Mm-hmm. And, like, they, I feel like they don't get recognition, 
very much, except when in comments people were like, has anyone played the Uncharted multiplayer? Yeah, it's actually pretty like, good. Every time it's a surprise, like, <laughs> yeah, for some yeah, reason, yeah. even though, like, it should be expected at this point. No, yeah, it should be something decent. And, like, yeah. they all, like, all those multiplayer games have, like, certain things to offer, but these are just such a surprise because they're so mm-hmm. single player based. And they're fun. They're a good time. Yeah, that's something that was, like, genuinely was surprising with The Last of Us. Yeah. Like, the multiplayer just kind of came out of nowhere. I know. We used to play and, that, like, sort of yeah. frequently. And, and then I played like, with Darien for a while. Yeah, it was, like, so <laughs> tense, which yeah. was, like, so nice about it. Because, like, I mean, one shot and you could be dead, which is cool, which is yeah. something they don't do in certain games like Invest, don't they? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, God. <laughs> I can't help it. Gassy. <laughs> but anyways, somehow we got totally derailed off at E3 while we are just sort of talking yeah, about it. So, yeah. uh, so Red Dead Redemption is your... Definitely you're you're holding out hope. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. yeah. Have you peeped that uh, Wild Wild West MMO? Yeah. When the, I, I meant to mention that. Every, when that uh, to anybody that hasn't seen it, because you live under a rock, <laughs> like, um, the Ace... There's a Redditor over here. <laughs> a screenshot of, like, just a dude in a cowboy outfit leaning up against, like, a... Looked like a saloon yeah, kind yeah. of pole. Just, just a fucking, like, shanty town in the Wild Wild West. Yeah. Looked pretty pretty high res. It looked, looked pretty, it looked pretty good. Red Daddy. Yeah. But I was convinced for a second. I was, I was like, I was oh, like, ooh, that looks yeah. some shit. Yeah. But it was just some kind of like indie Kickstarter MMO, MMO for cowboys, which like could I'm, be cool. I'm not mad about it. Like, um, I saw the other day they got they actually got funding. They oh have, yeah, and they can avoid Kickstarter. Yeah, because they got like outside funding from yeah, somebody. Like somebody like some actual. But if it's investor. just Rockstar and they're just gonna build their <laughs> Red Dead Redemption multiplayer. Yeah. <laughs> it's a cool concept, but I feel like it falls in the exact same. Like category as all the like freemium stuff. Not 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 freemium so much like the uh, survival type MMOs that you see so uh, much yeah. of these days. That like are always in early access. They're mm. always like these high highly multiplayer experiences made by teams that really can't handle it. Yeah. So like they're buggy as hell, and like they have really cool ideas a lot of the times. So yeah. They can lead to some really fun, crazy, wacky like stuff. That Players Unknown game looks pretty fucking wild. Yeah, it wacky. really does. Yeah. But it's just like these things are almost like fads. Like, yeah. like they always have their like fifteen yeah. minutes of fame, and then like the next one comes out, and everybody mm-hmm. moves on. Mm-hmm. Well, it sucks because like I feel like we keep getting in this like indie loop of stuff like that. Because first it was like all these shovel nighty games. You got all these indie sixteen bit rogue mm-hmm. legacy, all these fucking rogue like bullshit games. Which it's another rogue like it's another Metroidvania. Yes, yeah, it's, it's fun. Another pixel platformer. <laughs> it's fun to a point. Like. When you just flood the market with all these shitty generic games, no one wants to play them anymore. I if I if I see like a pixel game that's like in the news or like is in a humble bundle, I, I immediately pass at this point because I don't want to play those games anymore. I'm over yeah, it. I'm I, really past it. That's a very real thing, and like it sucks too because like they can be good games. Yes, but th- there's just a point where it's like you don't. Know why anymore. would I play this pixel platformer when Shovel Knight exists? No, oh, yeah. Why would I play this Metroidvania when like that Hollow one, Knight? Yeah, Hollow Knight exists. Yeah. Like. It's like, like, they've already, like, there's, like, cream of the crop for every genre in that, like, yeah. indie light-based type of game. And I don't want to play all these, oh, just check out my game. It's really cool. It's inspired by some of the classics. And I'm like, like welcome to every other fucking game in the past. It's like, like, it really sucks, years. too, because, like, like, I feel bad for those people, too, because, like, yeah. it, it's not an easy task to make, like, a pixel game like that. Mm-hmm. Like, pixel, pixel art takes a lot of fucking yeah. work. Like, 
Fucking speaking of like Owlboy, like that game was supposed to be yeah. huge, but then no one cared. It's like that's the thing too with pixel art. It's gotten to the point where your pixel art has to be so fucking good yeah. to get any attention whatsoever. Otherwise, it just <laughs> you just see it as lazy. But then that's the issue because your pixel art becomes so good, it's all anyone talks about. So no one cares yeah. about the game; they just care about looking. They're like, "That's some really good pixel art. I appreciate that." Yeah. On to the next game that, that might was, offer more. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of the thing with uh with Owlboy. Like I saw, like everybody was like wowed have by you the art. It? Do you have it? I haven't. No, it's in that bundle though. Hey. I'll probably get I'll it. I'll probably get it too. <laughs> but um, like everybody like saw it and was like, "This is a beautiful game because yeah. it is. It's very pretty. It's gorgeous." But like a lot of what I heard about the gameplay was that it's just kind of fairly standard. Yeah, like it, like it's not bad, but not great. Yeah, like it has the fun mechanic where you pick up the guy and he's shooting stuff and like yeah, the act of itself is just kind of generic because you're just flying around and shooting. But like the concept is funny because yeah, like you're carrying a guy it looks you can throw cute. around it looks cool like it can yeah. be fun but the, the gaming itself is like yeah again I haven't played it so you know who knows yeah, I mean, that, maybe, that was just like the general who knows maybe in two weeks if we do another one of these podcasts and we both play Owlboy we'll have a little bit of a different opinion stick yeah. around <laughs> but um what is your hype for E3 Dude, you know it's Spider-Man PS4. Oh, shit. I forgot all about that, dude. For those of you who don't follow me in my personal life, (laughs) I love Spider-Man. Spider-Man is probably my favorite Marvel superhero, probably my favorite superhero of all time. Spider-Man 2, one of the greatest superhero games of all time. Spider-Man 2 is really fucking good. Yes, just like the movie it was based on. Both some of the greatest in the superhero genres they sit. Mm -hmm. Spider-Man PS4 has the opportunity to be incredible. It's made by... Uh, the fucking ah, the guys with like the infamous Insomniac. Insomniac is made by those guys who know about you know climbing around streets, running around, mm-hmm. using powers, being a hero, anti-hero, whatever the heck. But they know how to make a game like that, and as long as they make Insomniac, it is. I'm pretty yeah. sure because yeah, because they went from Spyro, Ratchet and Clank to the infamous games, and now they're making Spider-Man. Oh, wait, I thought I thought Infamous was made by the Sly people. Oh, sh- is it? Is Sly also Insomniac? No, they're Sucker Punch. That's Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch, yeah. Sucker Punch is... Um... So who's making the Spider-Man game? Is it Sucker Punch th- or Insomniac? No, I, I think Insomniac is the Spider-Man game. Okay. Huh. I don't fucking know. I don't know. Someone's making that game and it I'm really matter. fucking Spider-Man excited Spider-Man PS4 about it. is what's... Uh, no, yeah. Because, uh, I mean, all they've had is that one trailer from, like, two E3s ago or something. Something ridiculous. Yeah, like, it's a very, very basic, like, yes. this is all that exists yeah. of the it game. Lo- it looks like, a, like like your generic like Ubisoft trailer where there's no real gameplay. It just mm-hmm. looks like potential gameplay. And then he was like in like a promotional. So like it's still happening. They're still working on that yeah. game. But... It I, hasn't been canceled. No, <laughs> as far as we know. And I feel like they're going to show it. And if the gameplay is... It's going to be a game of the year contender for sure. What I hope is that they bring back... Delivering the pizzas, Dude, complete with the pizza song. If they don't have the pizza song, if I can't deliver pizzas from Mr. Papa John's, and if I can't shoot balloons out of little girls' hands, I don't want to play this Fuck game. That game. I don't want to play it. God, I don't, I, and that's that's another thing that because like of all the Spider-Man stories, is this going to be some weird tie-in to the new movie? Is this going to go over mm-hmm. s- some like generic thing? Is this going to be Spider Verse? Is this going to be Clone Saga? What is yeah. this going to? be? I honestly be? hope it's its own thing, like Me not movie related at the very least. I think being movie related would probably be the worst thing they could do. Yeah, I mean we have to see the movie. But... Yeah, but like still, like yeah, because I mean it wasn't movie related before because Spider Man was not a part of the MCU yet. There was yeah, just Spider Man plans, and it's a totally different design. But yeah, it, it would be it's probably Drake Bell. It might be a little well. I guess it depends when Marvel was making that deal with Sony or whoever the fuck to get the... uh... Because the gaming rights are weird. Yeah. Gaming rights are real. Because I think... I'm pretty sure Sony only owns the movie rights. 
I think Marvel mm-hmm. Games still owns the Spider-Man game rights. Maybe. I have no idea. Because it's... Cause there's really weird stuff with the games, because, like, originally, like, the last game that, like, had everybody was Lego Marvel Super Heroes, and that mm-hmm. had all the Sony properties, the if they're Paramount properties, I'm not sure, Marvel properties, everything out there was in that game. But the issue now is that, like, for Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom and, like, people like that... They're, or X-Men too, because that's a Fox property. That's the other one, Fox. Mm-hmm. They're not in the games anymore. So they're, as far as I know, they're not in Marvel Ultimate Alliance, or not Ultimate Alliance, Marvel vs. Uh, Capcom yeah, 4. The which Marvel vs. Capcom, Capcom, Capcom Infinity. <laughs> Capcom movie. Infinite, yeah. Yeah. That really is shitty. It's so, oh, dude. That game honestly looks pretty bland. Yeah. It really sucks. Like, I mean, it's, it's Street Fighter again, so. It's just like, like, you look at the previous one. I never really played it. I've never really mm. been a big fighting game guy to begin with. Yeah. But, like, the previous one is very colorful and vibrant and, like, yeah. fancy. And this one just it's looks very kind of muted and clean. muddy. Yeah. But, like, yeah. It's going to be... I don't know. Because back when, like, those games were coming out, the Marvel vs. Capcom's like, I don't give a fuck about Capcom. No, but I've yeah. recently gotten super into Marvel over the past, like, two or three years. Mostly because of the movies. I'm a fucking shill. Mm-hmm. But I, I read the comics. I know some world. I know some lineage. But, and, like, the fact that, like, you can't play as Wolverine or Cyclops or Magneto. Yeah, really sucks. And, like, the villains, like, Ultron and some other guy. I don't care. But I, I would like to go back to those games and, like, really play them out. Because, like, yeah. they're supposed to be classics. And that's my, because, like, all of the fighting games now, like, Dragon Ball Z Universe are, like, arena fighters. You can go in any direction. Dude, mm-hmm. I need that. I want that 2D plane. That's yeah, all I really. give a fuck about. That's actually a thing I would disagree with. Like, uh, 2D plane games like that have always been kind of difficult for me i don't know why but like because you're retarded well that is a solid <laughs> point but um like i don't know just like the com- super complex inputs like the quarter circles and all that shit like i i can never reliably pull that off and it's <laughs> yeah. like i know it's just like a matter of putting in the time but yeah. i just get bored before i can do that's that true. yeah like some of them are good and like i enjoy like i, I like skull girls for like the brief time yeah. i played it i never played i think i have it but i never played i might have played it with you like once yeah. just like because you were like check this game out and i was like oh, okay yeah and so we played it and it was it was alright, but I mean, my pinnacle of fighting games forever and always will be Dragon Ball Z Budokai 3, yeah. and if you make a game similar to that, I'm interested. I got Street Fighter Five, never played it because the like, reviews are shitty. I, yeah. <laughs> I got like, the collector's edition because it was like $30. Yeah, yeah, you have the statue. <laughs> I, have this, I have everything except the game. I sent the game back and got like 20 bucks back, so I paid like $10 for like all the collector's edition and the Ryu statue. <laughs> Alright, welcome back. We just got done with a little break. We had a little break. Sean took a little pee-pee. We looked at some supplements. It was great. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Um, so, we want to talk about uh, Nintendo. Yeah, back on like the whole E3 thing, just Nintendo in general. Yeah, their sweet treehouse directs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Mario Odyssey. I don't even know. Like, neither of us have Switches right now. I did play one the other day, though. I played one for the first time. Oh, I yeah, I saw I saw you. You were, uh, like, on, I guess, Snapchat or whatever it was. Yeah. Somebody posted oh, yeah, Sam, Sam, I think. Yeah, Sam, yeah, because I was playing her brother's uh, Switch. We were playing Mario Kart 8. And I will say, I'm notorious for having little small hands. Having mm-hmm. a Joy-Con, like, just a single Joy-Con to play Mario Kart, those things feel really small. Really? They're, yeah. they're so tiny. Yeah, I, I really like, and felt like, like that was going to be a thing. There's like a weird placement for them, too, because, you know, you're so used to like analog stick, 
definitively on the left, mm-hmm. buttons definitively on the right. They're like kind of close together. It's, yeah. it's like I feel like with an actual like pro controller or with the dot controller, whatever you want to call it, mm-hmm. it probably feels fine. But to break it up into two and play multiplayer was pretty weird. Yeah, it, it definitely seems like the last kind of resort you would want to do. Yeah, but objectively, Mario Kart Eight looks great and plays great and is super fun on the Switch. And we also played um like. Pew Pew Tetris, whatever. Uh, Puyo Puyo Tetris. Puyo Puyo Tetris, and that was fun. Yeah, like, that's like, honestly, as of right now, the only games on Switch that I would really be interested in are that, Mario, <laughs> Mario Kart 8, and that's really about and it. Zelda, like, kind like of. Zelda, but like, but I, I, as much time as I've sunken into it on the Wii U, I feel like I couldn't play that game again for like years. And yeah. even then, I, I feel like the magic would be kind of lost. Yeah. Although, when all the DLC comes out, if they release like a Game of the Year edition, maybe. True. Like, I feel like. That's the kind of game that I'll probably come back to whenever the Wii U emulator gets really good. <laughs> oh, yeah. When you're playing, like, the 4K, the entire game, running yeah. it, like, 60 frames. Like, like, the way that game should have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because, goddamn it, dude. Even with the update, um, there's, like, a quest for the Goron mm-hmm. um, beast where you're, like, going up this mountain. And there's, like, there's a there was a couple of... Uh, I think they're Moblins or Macoblins. They're really tall dudes with the long snoots. Yeah, those are the Moblins. Moblins, yeah. There were two of them. And I uh, I did like a power attack with a heavy weapon, so mm-hmm. that knocks them off their feet. Mm-hmm. Fun thing about when uh, Moblins get knocked off their feet, the game's frame rate plummets <laughs> to the ground. When you knock off two off their feet, the game stops for five seconds. Yeah, the game yeah. literally stopped. And I was sitting there, I, I checked my phone, I put it down, and the game was still frozen. Yeah. I was mind-boggled. Yeah, and that, that's and a it's a rare problem. occasion. It's rare, but the fact that it happens is crazy. Yeah, That that update they did a while back definitely did help a lot. Yeah, it helps in like open are, areas. There are still issues. Yeah, I mean, those things, it's so weird because they're so large and they're so dangly. When they go ragdoll, it's like the game has to like kick its ass in the 20th gear. <laughs> yeah, for real. It's crazy. But uh like like I was saying with the the Switch, I feel like Mario Odyssey is the game that will probably make me want to go ahead and yeah. Cave, yeah. If it is as big of like a departure and adventure as Breath of the Wild was but as to Mario, that's going to be a revolution. Cuz like what's really exciting about it is like this is the first time we'll have a real like genuine 3D Mario since the first Galaxy. Wow, true. Like, all the other ones since have been, like... 3D Land and like, yeah, it, Mario like, Run Across. It's been, like, some kind of weird mix between, like, yeah. the 3D games and the 2D games. But it's still, like, level-based. It's not like yeah, this, yeah, yeah, like... Yeah. It's it's level rather than a hub. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, like, is fine. Those games are fun. Like, I pretty much played through all of 3D World. Yeah. It's one of the few games I can say that about on the Wii U. Yeah, yeah. There's not <laughs> a lot where that uh, <laughs> I've sunk in much time into besides Zelda and... <laughs> Smash maybe a while ago. Yeah. Splatoon, I played all of Splatoon, but you I played, can't. <laughs> I played a decent amount of Pokemon, but that's... oh yeah, I, I, I was like, you brought that game over and it was fun. I was like, hell yeah, I'll play the shit out of this game. Mm-hmm. I played it for a couple of days and I haven't picked yeah. it up, and I don't know how long. And no one talks about it. It's sad. <laughs> yeah, true. Really, ironically enough, back going back to our previous conversation about fighting games, mm-hmm. that's one of the few I actually like really enjoyed. No, yeah, I but just that's never, like that's I never like stuck with it because it's on the Wii U and yeah. that sucks. Yeah, like I don't want to play that <laughs> yeah. using the freaking. Oh yeah, because you don't have a pro controller, do you? No, I don't. Yeah, I can't play. I I only play Zelda and I only play like all those games yeah. with the pro controller. Like, it, it's a nightmare. At <laughs> least you get to lay in bed that. and just like kind of. Yeah. the screen sucks. Like it, it really does. <laughs> Makes it look like a but, fucking like 540p video. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. But um, anyways, yeah, I'm. That would be probably my switch cave in. Really, right there. 
Like yeah. if it if it really does deliver, which is I mean, it probably will. I mean, this like it's gonna be a Mario game, which are statistically always good. Like uh, even the worst Mario game is a decent game. Yeah, like you're, it's still a Mario game. It still follows the formula. But that was the thing. Like every Zelda game has followed the formula. This game went so hail mary out left field that it's just a totally different open it's, world adventure. It's crazy game. about that too because while it went out of left field, it went it's still in, Zelda. It went it went out of Zelda's field and into what we would generally consider the standard open world formula, yeah. but it had its own take on it without like all the, Oh yeah. It, like it took away a lot of the conveniences, which is good, which yeah, it's really works in its favor. My big issue with Zelda weapons. Uh, yeah. Fuck that shit. Dude. Like the whole game is built around its like degradable weapon system. Mm-hmm. And it can lead to some really cool stuff. Like, you, you can have throw some... your weapon, you gotta pick up someone yeah, else's yeah, 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 yeah. and go wild. Like, but that can... doesn't happen enough. No, like, <laughs> it can lead to some really cool, like, combat experiences. Mm-hmm. But that wears super thin after the first couple, yeah. like, hours. And you're still kind of, like, in the mid-range. Like, you haven't... Have you gotten the first beast yet? I've gotten two. You've gotten two I've beasts. Gotten two okay. Because, yeah. like, I've gotten all four beasts. I'm about to go do Ganon. I'm just, like, sort of, like, doing a little pickoffs because I know once mm-hmm. I beat Ganon, I probably won't play it anymore. Yeah. But when you get to the point where every enemy is, like, the white version of the enemy, they're all super strong, and, like, mm-hmm. you're picking up their shittier weapons and, like, trying to use them, it's, like, if you're not just swinging around, like, your best, like, 60 yeah. attack damage weapon, you're just going to be, like, hacking away forever. Yeah. And so, like, it's definitely fun in the beginning when you're, like have to do those resources and you have to get this weapon or use all these tools but towards the end of the game it's like fighting almost feels like a chore more than it like was like an adventure in the beginning yeah and like the combat in general just doesn't feel super nice yeah it's kind of clunky and like that might be for me personally a big thing to do with playing it on the gamepad yeah pro controller yeah that that thing does not feel good yeah no but like it just i don't know i feel like the button layout is just a little weird like you get used to it so Mm -hmm. it's like it's not that big a deal but like The timing for things like parries and dodges just yeah. it feels inconsistent. Mm-hmm. The only thing I can consistently parry is um, the guardian beams because mm-hmm. I mean I did a lot of practicing just getting yeah. fucking blown to bits. But I eventually like you know found the method that works the best just with the shield parry. But for fighting normal enemies with their fucking erratic like mm-hmm. fighting styles, I, I get pretty good with dodges. But like I've, I don't think I've ever parried a normal enemy maybe yeah. once. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't think about it. I just like. Attack, 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 um, and hope for the best. Yeah, that's one thing that um, the combat system also really failed the game with. With that, because the weapon weapons degrade, and you need to constantly be able to pick up new ones and have mm-hmm. new ones, the enemy variety is limited to just enemies that can hold weapons, pretty yeah, much. Yeah, that's true. So it's like, if you have like a bunch of enemies with no weapons, it's very easy to not have any weapons all of a sudden and yeah. the game doesn't let you just punch yeah so <laughs> yeah that's a mistake i feel like I feel yeah like definitely they yeah. probably don't want to have like link like fucking brawling in the streets it's like, even if it's super weak let me punch oh, yeah please let me do something like especially if you're going to take the weapons yeah, away or have like a grab or like you can jump on the enemies mm-hmm. or something i feel like yeah i never really thought about that until now but i feel like they could have done some more animalistic fighting stuff yeah because like you think about it like the enemies in the game you have the Bokoblins, the Moblins, the Lazalfos. Mm-hmm. Then there's like some wolves here and there. Yeah, the there's body, like yeah. the little uh, skeleton, skelly boys. Yeah, like skeleton versions of the other mm-hmm. enemies. All the guardians. Yeah, the guardians, and then you have like the uh, Octoroks. Oh yeah, like, which are just annoying. <laughs> yeah, it's like that's really about it. Yeah. Oh, the keys. You got the keys. Yeah, the keys. But it's it's like that's not a lot for a big open world game like this. Mm-hmm. Like it as big and like. 
crazy and vast as that game is and feels, yeah. and it feels great to explore, I wish there was more to fight. Yeah. Like, know? at least some, like, variations on this, because they have, like, they've got tiers. They've got the red, the blues, the whites, you know, the blacks, whatever. Yikes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they've got different, like, types of the same enemy, but they don't they don't fight any different. They're just, they hit harder and they take more hits. Mm-hmm. That's the only difference, really, that I've noticed. And it's just like, because I, I recently found, I don't know, have you run into the monster shop? Um, I won't spoil it for you. But let's just say there's there's like a shop that has certain items, but you pay in um, monster parts. And so, oh. yeah, it's pretty cool. But, so I've been like, I can't remember what I was doing, but I was like selling a lot of my stuff to get a lot of money. And so mm-hmm. I sold a lot of monster parts. And so I was like, fuck, I need to get more monster parts so I get these cool, funny items. And so, but now like when I go to fight all these high level enemies mm-hmm. just to get their items, I'm like, Jesus, just let it end. Let me do yeah. something better. And another thing yeah, that you mentioned that you have to have weapons all the time, it's weird that there's not like an ability you can really use to fight if you don't mm-hmm. have another item. Like you have the gravitation, which you can drop on people, you can stasis them, yeah. but you can't like, you can't do any kind of real damage with them, so yeah. like with them yeah. alone. Like I guess the bombs, but Jesus Christ. The I've bombs been, are so weak, they're basically I, useless. Yeah, you get the upgrade and they still suck. They yeah. just respawn faster, which is nice. But yeah, it's... Yeah. There's there's some qualms of Zelda. It's still one of the greatest games of the year, objectively. Oh, greatest Zelda game of all time, I would say objectively. Yeah, like the experience of just running around and discovering and like there actually being cool stuff to yeah, find. Just random shit. That you could very easily miss. Yep. Absolutely. Like, I will say that this game, more than like the game itself, it has me super excited for how they follow it up. Yeah. Cause like mm-hmm. if they can Well, it's it's the precedent for the Switch. Like, it's, that's what's gonna be the Switch. Like, yeah. Wii U had, like, Splatoon and, like, Smash 4, mm-hmm. which, you know, were, let's, one's a staple and one was a cool new IP, but it's kind of what you got. You got a gimmicky game that had okay multiplayer experiences, and then you got a classic Smash that I think people don't consider the worst in the group, but not the best either, which yeah. is kind of the, <laughs> with a Wii in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Melee is probably, like, I think the one, that's the one, yeah. More, more than anyone else. Mm-hmm. Is like and then the one I think Wii's the most, the most hated, I think. Yeah, Brawl. Yeah, no, Brawl. Nobody really talks about Brawl. No, 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 no. No one's ever been like, hey, you guys want to get together and have a Brawl tournament? No. Yeah. They talk about you want to play Melee or you want to play 4 or you want to go Classic on 64. Yeah, that, that's pretty accurate. Yeah. It's just, I don't know, man. It's Breath of the Wild is great. And I hope, I really, really hope that Mario Odyssey is the Breath of the Wild to the Mario series. Yeah, that would be really really nice yeah and i mean i know i've been joking about it but lego marvel 2 portable on the switch my guy that sounds fucking awesome man i don't think i've genuinely played a lego game since the star wars one (laughs) (laughs) i've i i feel like i haven't played um jurassic world or uh any of the weird ones like batman or Indiana jones i haven't touched those i don't care I, but I did play Pirates of the Caribbean Lego, which was fun. <laughs> Fuck you guys. I don't care what you say. That's a good game. But no, Star Wars 1 is always the main one. Mm-hmm. And I played a bit of the Lego one, but I'm trying to go back to it on PC now that I have it on there just to play it fully and, like, get a bunch of characters. Yeah, and just true. And, like, they had the one with, like, Lego Avengers, which was supposed to be oh, yeah, almost a back step because yeah. it's just based on, like, two movies instead of the whole mm-hmm. MCU which seems really stupid. Yeah, that's pretty dumb. But this one looks cool because they have to do a lot of weird stuff because, like, I think we talked about it before, they won't be... I don't think they're able to use X-Men. I don't know if they're able to use Fantastic Four. But if we talk about movies, I will get into some interesting theories people have. But... 
But like on the box cover, they have all these fucking weirdos. They've got Spider Man twenty ninety nine. They've got Spider Gwen. I don't remember any of those besides those. But those are like kind of niche characters. You know, they're not in any movies. They're not in any video games. Really, they just have like their own things in the comics. So I think but this do is they have be... Howard the Duck, dude. <laughs> Howard the Duck is the main player character. <laughs> I hope so, dude. He was in Guardians of the Galaxy too. Yeah, he was. That was super odd. I know because he's in the first one at the very end. Yeah, really? I don't remember. Yeah, they have like a... I uh, barely remember the first one, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> I've watched it about five times, so I have a pretty good idea. <laughs> but at the very end, um, like they have like a cut to the collectors after they blew it up. Mm. The original collector's uh, space. And he's like on the ground like... Ugh. And then they cut over to one of the glass things. And Howard the Duck is sitting there with like a martini like, You fucking retard. <laughs> <laughs> and it's pretty cool. So maybe we'll see him in his own movie in about three years in Phase 6. I don't know. Kind That's just that a guess. Wouldn't... If ever there was a moment where, like, the Marvel Cinematic Universe would jump the shark, yeah. it would be with the standalone Howard the Another Duck Another Howard the Duck movie. <laughs> that or, like, a... I don't know, dude. If they bring in Cosmo the dog, though, that'd be pretty sick. Who the hell is that? He's the dog in the space with the, uh, the astronaut outfit. He's in the first one for, like, a second, and I think he's in this one for a second, too. Are you sure you're not confusing that with Dino Mutt? No, not from <laughs> Dexter's lab. Well, Dynamite and the Blue Falcon were an actual thing, though. Yeah, but we don't talk about that. We talk about them in Dexter's lab. No, this guy, that's like a robo-dog or something weird. This is like, it's just an actual, the the, the canon is that he's an actual dog that was just mm. sitting in space and got lost. <laughs> and so he's just this dog in space with an astronaut outfit. And he's like... Is it supposed to be like Laika? Like the Russian, the Russian dog that like got launched into space. Before oh, maybe people did. Maybe that is that. <laughs> but let's. It's just that, and he's like, uh, like pseudo member of the Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, and of course, this is all just conjecture. If someone's gonna crack me on it, go the fuck ahead. I dare you. <laughs> <laughs> it's like feel free. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, I my knowledge of comics is like like a a, a toe past beginner. Like <laughs> you're, you're like breaching past entry level. <laughs> yeah, like you want to ask me stuff about the Ultimate Universe? I'll tell you about the Ultimate Universe. You want to ask me some stuff about Secret Wars? I'm like halfway there. <laughs> <laughs> Getting to it. But that's about all I know so far. But I'm learning. I'm, I'm learning. We recently went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy 2. Yes, we, we touched, touched on that mildly. On... What do you think, buddy? I think it was a good movie. Wow. Having said, I don't really remember much of the first one. I feel like I enjoyed this one more. Yeah. I would say as a criticism, I feel like it was very predictable. I mean, yeah. I mean, you're, you're kind of like, you're walking some very fine lines in the MCU if you're talking about predictability. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. <laughs> I mean, that's gonna be you know your classic superhero. Nobody important's gonna die, but you know there might be a yeah. death that's emotional, which of course you know, or some kind of mm-hmm. loss of uh, loss of something. Like yeah. for Civil War, I'm gonna spoil it because it's been a while. But like you know, you've seen Civil War, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like when. Uh, I'm gonna spoil it, but wait, you haven't. <laughs> well, I just want to—I just want to know so you can talk about it. But like when you were like, "Oh yeah, they actually killed an Avenger. They killed War Machine." Nah, dude, they just took his legs. He's already in a robot. That doesn't matter. Yeah. <laughs> like ugh, that pissed me off a lot because I really wanted—I wanted a stake. I wanted something intense to happen. Like obviously, you have the breakup of the. That was so team. dumb because didn't like the comic Civil War actually have people die? Comic Civil War had a bunch of well. I don't know if anyone big died. There was, like, a giant man-type character who died. Mm-hmm. And, like, you know, 600 people that died in the uh, explosion um, in uh, Connecticut or whatever. Oh. But, like, those were the main deaths. It was a lot of, like, little deaths, but there were deaths. There were consequences, you know. Spider-Man came out as gay to the world. And, like... Was that a... No, no. He, he just, <laughs> Was uh, that a plot point? <laughs> he unmasked. But... And I, I think... I think maybe Captain America dies at the end of the comics... 
I think he gets assassinated. Yeah. I think. I don't know. I haven't actually read it. I, I, I read it a while ago, a long time ago. What? And I tried to do, like, the full universe read, which is such a That is kind of an issue with uh, comics, though. Like, nobody actually no. dies. I mean, the meme is no one dies except Uncle Ben and Bruce Wayne's parents. Those yeah. are the only people that stay dead. But everyone will come back in some way, shape, or form. There was a clone. There Wasn't was a there even, like, some kind of alt-universe comic where Bruce died and his parents yeah. turned into Batman yeah. and the Joker, respectively? <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't know about the Batman Joker, but I know there's one where, like, fucking Carlo Wayne... Carl Wayne, whoever his dad is, name is, mm-hmm. is like becomes the Batman. Yeah, I'm pretty sure like the wife becomes the Joker because she goes insane. Or that's hilarious. Like that. I would. Yeah. That's, that sounds like it'd be bad, but it sounds like it'd be cool. <laughs> it sounds like it'd be an interesting read at the very least. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, I, for Guardians, Guardians two, I have to watch. I haven't watched the first one in a while, but I that was one of my favorites. I'd have to watch them back to back to really decide which one I think is the better movie. Yeah. My issue with this is that like it was. <laughs> At the center, it's about Peter Quill. It's about Star Lord, mm-hmm. but he doesn't do anything really in the movie until the last like ten minutes. He just yeah, kind of just being like, carted around. He talks to it's in the trailers. He talks to his dad, mm-hmm. and like then all the all the hoopla comes at the end, and that's when he actually starts doing things, making choices, and learning things. But otherwise, he's just he's just walking around being exposition to, yeah. and like everyone like Drax is yucking it up. Um, Rocket Raccoon and Yondu are like bonding and like growing as characters. Gamora and Nebula are doing something. I don't really Mantis care too much about is over that. They're just being hot. Mantis is giving me fucking a boner. <laughs> <laughs> just a big old fat boner. Fuck. It's, it, the weird thing about Mantis is like, at first I was like, oh man, she's annoying. I hated the way she talked. It was kind of grating on me, but like, oh, no, dude. As, it, as it like went on and she was like, you know, going back and forth to Drax and like, she was like, I am a dog and like things like that. I was like, nah, you're cute as hell. <laughs> I love, I love that your criteria for a female character becoming cute <laughs> is her believing herself. Being insubordinate to men. Yes, of course. It's the only way I can appreciate a female character, because that's how they're written. <laughs> it's, it's the only way I can get off. I, mean, I need you to understand this. <laughs> no, but she definitely grew on me. She was a little grating at first, because I didn't know how her character was going to go. Mm-hmm. But then she became super charming, and was super cute and funny. And those big, ridiculous eyes just mm. s- had me smitten. Yeah, she's cute. Mm-hmm. And then, it's hard to talk about the ending without spoiling too much. Because that's yeah. like where pretty much everything kind of happened. Yeah, I feel like we probably shouldn't go too much into it. It's, yeah. it's still like in theaters, so that's true. Maybe maybe we can pick up on it with a spoiler review. Yeah. But I will say that this is where I was talking about when we were talking about Lego Marvel about Fantastic Four. Mm-hmm. So there's a theory going around. I don't think it has any basis, but I super hope it fucking does. So there's a character or a group, I guess, group of characters that shows up in um towards the end of Guardians of the Galaxy. I think it might be one of the post-credits, but you know the one. This is a Stan Lee scene Yeah, those characters. So from what I've been gathering is people are in the impression they were a Fox property originally. Really? That's why we haven't seen or heard anything of them in the MCU. But with all these deals going on, or Sony, whichever one owns Fantastic Four, but they were believed to be a property of someone else. So people are under the impression that maybe we're seeing Fantastic Four and Infinity War. 
That would be interesting. That would blow my butthole, dude. The first family? Are you kidding me? Man, the Fantastic Four really could use some kind of good representation. It'd be nice, dude. First you have this like campy, goofy movie, which were fine. I don't remember them at all, but I remember as a kid, mm. I was like, ah, yay, she's naked yeah, I, in the I, street. I, I liked them as a kid. Was, I liked the game as a kid. <laughs> I didn't play the game. I know you did. <laughs> but people were under the impression that because there's all these like weird vacuum dealings, like they got Spider-Man, they got the you-know-whos. Mm-hmm. Did they get fantastic for because i mean they're never going to be able to make another movie with them again why would they even yeah. want to retain the rights when they can shove it off for 50 million and then they can just maybe reap the benefits of spider-man and make more shitty movies and then sell those characters yeah, but true. i swear to god dude that would like obviously infinity war is going to have it's a two-parter over the course of two years it's going to have so many twists mm-hmm. so many turns maybe a death who's to say yeah. maybe so, maybe <laughs> we'll, we'll see but if if like if they showed up I would be so floored. Yeah, that'd be cool. I mean, that's like one of the like cheer in the theater moments. Like, what the hell? I wonder with, um, I don't know if this will be count as a spoiler, but the big... You can edit it out if it's bad. Yeah, the big thing with um, X-Men and specifically Wolverine in the movies Mm. is that Hugh Jackman did not want to continue as Wolverine. Right. And I can't imagine anybody else who could play him, honestly. Not for like 10 years. Yeah, but it's like, without him... I wonder if they'll continue trying to make X Men movies. They are, and oh, they are. Yeah, really? Like what? Yeah. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm well, learning new things. Well, I mean, you haven't seen the new newer movies, the newer X Men movies, right? No, I haven't seen any of them. Well, in the newest one, Apocalypse, he's not even in it. Really? Yeah, because it's uh, it's totally it's weird. I, I it's hard to remember because Days or X Men First Class I enjoyed. Days of Future Past is really good, which was almost a Wolverine movie. He's like mm-hmm. the main character because he goes back in time. But and then in Apocalypse, I don't remember because it, it was not good. But I, <laughs> they're they're like making they're making X Men movies with like the new generation because it's oh yeah because the timelines are so fucked. People were under the impression uh, that Logan the way like in the universe that Logan happened, like I th- it's like that only exists in a timeline where like the first three movies happened or the first movie happened or something ridiculous like mm-hmm. that. Because like they're all over the place with timelines and time travel and different. Stages. So I think what they're going to do is they're just kind of going to sweep timelines under the rug and just make X-Men movies with X-Men characters doing X-Men things. Yeah. I don't think they're really going to focus on continuity, but I don't think Fox has given up that property anytime soon. Yeah, true. I was, I was going to say, like, if since they're, like, kind of retiring Wolverine from their, like, cinematic, mm-hmm. their cinematic universe... I wonder if, like, maybe Marvel would Marvel pick it up. try and, like, like swoosh yeah, it out of there. Maybe, but, like, I just, I can't imagine. Like, out of, yeah, I feel true. like they would give up Magneto, Charles Xavier. They'd give up Fantastic Four and Doctor Doom way before they'd ever give up Wolverine. Yeah, that's Wolverine just true. fucking puts butts in the seats. It's true, but, like, again, like, without Jackman, yeah. I, I really... How are they going to use him? Like, I, I don't know anybody But also, could, like, without issues. Jackman, are we sure it's without Jackman forever? Yeah. You don't think he's gonna... I, I think he's... I mean, I'm pretty sure he'll poke his head in Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. I have a sinking feeling that that's gonna happen. But as for, like, main stage X-Men movies, I don't... I think it's very, very unlikely that he'll ever appear again in, like, a serious type way as, like, a character in the movie. But I don't... I don't imagine him rearing his head every now and then. Yeah. Just for a paycheck. Yeah, right. Like, I feel, I feel like at the end of the day, there's probably like at least some part of him that's just like, hey, man, yeah. I'll show up for like a minute or two. Yeah. I'll do it in between rehearsals for all my fun musicals. Yeah, just give me some cash. Yeah, just just write a check for like $16. Just bus fare home. It's like Liam Neeson with Taken 3. Yeah. Like, <laughs> only doing it because it pays. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, if you got to the point in your life where like 
you're too old to be doing the parts you used to be doing, or you've been doing, oh, excuse me, the same parts for like 10 years, 15 years, older than like your children have been alive and stuff like that. Like, yeah. I, I, I mean, I feel like personally, I would like maybe try and find some like small stuff to do that I really cared about that didn't pay that well, and then supplement that work with just like big budget, I don't give a fuck movies. I show up, you know, for like one month straight, knock it all out, and I'm good, and I walk away with a couple mil. Like, that's yeah, that seems real. like the fucking plan, dude. <laughs> That's the dream. For real. Like, Robert Downey Jr., he makes more money than most small countries just doing <laughs> yeah. Iron Man stuff. And, like, he's he's rearing his little head and fucking Spider-Man Homecoming. He'll be in every Marvel movie that matters till he's dead. True. Like, God. All right. And so we're back again. Now is the part of the show where we're going to try and talk about um, stuff that we've actually been playing, stuff that we've been watching, stuff that we've been indulging ourselves in, just to, you know, have a little bit of debate, a little bit of discussion, maybe learn a thing or two. Yeah. All right. So, so go ahead with your things. <laughs> uh, well, just uh, two days ago, I finished playing Shovel Knight all the way through Ooh. for the first time. But you only played the main story. Yeah, yeah, played all just, the, like, the main DLCs. vanilla Shovel Knight experience. Mm-hmm. Um, How was that? I've heard it's I've heard it's okay. It is. It <laughs> it was like I'm somebody that doesn't really generally enjoy 2D platformers very much. Mm-hmm. Shovel Knight is an exception to that. Hell yeah! It feels like really good, and um, I will say this though: the first time I played it was back when it was still kind of new. Yeah, and at the time, the only controller I had for PC. Is a 360 controller. Oh, do you play it on Steam? Yeah. Ah, shit. So... God, that would feel so weird. With that in mind, it's a very obvious thing to everybody that plays games. But having a proper D-pad is so important to a 2D game. You would think. Like, I've been using the uh, PS4 controller for it. Don't we have it on PS Plus, though? We might. I, I mean, know. I think I have. I think I have it on PS4. I don't know. I know I played the story. I don't remember where I played it though. Yeah. I don't know. I already had it installed. Yeah, I was yeah, just well, like, I might as well go. If you have it on PC, we should do some co-op because that's a thing. Now. That's true. That's true. But anyways, it was a very fun little experience. Mm-hmm. It's just um, I will say though, at the very end, like before you fight the Enchantress, there's like this little segment where it's just several, like, leaps of faith back-to-back mm. where you don't know where you're going to land and you mm. just have to jump, and it's just like, really? <laughs> <laughs> Out of everything we've learned the past 20 years. It's like, this whole game, like, for the most part, is really well-designed, and there's not a lot of that kind of nonsense. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end, they just put a lot of, like, stupid yeah. stuff like I that. I vaguely remember that, because I want the same thing with me. The fr- I played it fully through on, like, the back when it was sort of new, and it was sort of the hip new indie game mm-hmm. title. But, yeah, I mean, I remember loving it. I loved all the power-ups. You find, like, the two you use all the time, and then you don't use the rest. Yeah, pretty much. But it's a f- that game's fun as heck. Yeah, it's really good. Like, I finished it, and then, like, the next day I was like, man, I wish I had some more to play. <laughs> <laughs> don't you, though? Don't you have the, like, It's two? like, yeah, there are there yeah. are those two expansions, but they're, like... You don't play Shovel Knight. No, they're, like, different games. Play, like, Spectre Knight and, like, Plague Dunder Knight, Knight, which yeah. supposedly has, like... I don't know how true it is. I haven't really seen anything about it, but mm-hmm. supposedly it's got this like RPG crafting mechanic where Whoa. you make potions and junk. That sounds kind of weird. And it's like, <laughs> it's like it sounds pretty wild. I don't know how yeah. accurate it is. We'll see. I Have those guys made another game yet? Yacht Club. They've just been doing this. Damn, good like, for them. Like, they got kickstarted and uh, got a million, like trillion dollars. They got a bunch of like uh, stretch goals, mm-hmm. which is what each new like right, little expansion, and they 
Which, like, Kingdom. they kind of expanded that into being, like, full games almost. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure they still have one more to do. I think it's supposed, it's like, to, be it's supposed to be, like, King Knight, I believe. Oh, hell yeah, dude. But, um, that's that's also kind of why they, uh, they had to recently separate it. So that if you already had owned it, you will get all of them. But if you were to buy it now, you would have to buy them separately. Oh, because, like, God. it's, like, because they're spending so much time doing this without actually making any new money. Yeah, They're going to so go gotta, bankrupt. they got to charge somebody somewhere. That makes sense, I but, guess. But still kind of shitty. But it makes sense. But, yeah, like, obviously, I'm a cheap piece of shit. I oh, would yeah. love to have it all for free, which I do, because I bought it a long time <laughs> so ago. Fuck you, nerds. But, you know, like, for anybody getting into it now, it's, like... Yeah. It's still... You're getting you're full just, game. You're getting a much. full game. You just have to buy that expansion for the whole I'm game. I'm sure they go for pretty cheap. Yeah, like, I mean, it's probably like $5 for each one or something. Yeah. Don't quote me on that, but... I mean, at, at I, least like 10 I know yeah. they were keeping it around 10 for a while. Dude, I'm not sure now. I feel, I might have that game on Wii U. I can't remember. <laughs> I don't know. I have it... I think I have it on two systems. I'm not sure which systems. Mm. But I feel like I've seen it on my PS4 dashboard. Yeah. Unclear. We'll follow up at next podcast. <laughs> You really need to know that. Yeah, that's that's what we're gonna. Each podcast we do, we're gonna have a uh, what does, how many games does Steven own on how many systems? <laughs> Question. A lot of them. <laughs> All right, but yeah, that's that's basically Shovel Knight. Not really much to say. It's just a very. I mean, everyone's good, talked about yeah, it. Yeah, like Shovel Knight's old hat at this point. It's yeah. it's if very you, good. It's if you weren't gonna play, if you weren't convinced now, you're probably not gonna play it. Yeah. But if you're looking for that last push to like spend that twenty dollars, go ahead and do it. It's a blast. It's genuinely worth it. Mm-hmm. And they're like, yeah, this is the first thing we we're talking about. One of the first things in the podcast about like indie games being just shovel knight, like yeah, like wannabes, like created a generation. When it gets to a point, it's like there's there's games in a genre where it's like they're the pinnacle. When it comes to indie platformers, nah, dude. shovel knight is king. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah, shovel knight is the god. Among what? indie boys. Yeah. So, what about you? What have you been playing? Um, I've been playing Breath of the Wild. We touched on that a lot. Really yeah. fun. Just, I've been, like, clearing out Guardians, trying to push mm-hmm. my way up to the castle, and probably over the, maybe even tonight, but probably over the next week, I'll probably beat that game, mm-hmm. and then shelf it for a bit, until maybe a Switch comes around. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, other than that, uh, I've jumped back into Fury, another praised indie game, another mm-hmm. old game people have talked a lot about, yeah. but... Have you played it yet? Because it was a PS Plus I played, game. I played a bit of it, yeah. I got through, like, a couple bosses. I got to the, like, I think it's the third one. It was, like, the men. monk dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, because that's what happened with me. I played it a long time ago back when I first got on PS Plus because everyone was jerking off about it. So I was like, mm. I'll peep. I'll take a look. And it was great. It's really fun. It's it's difficult enough to be challenging, but not so difficult that you're like, I suck. It's Or, this game sucks. You're just like, I suck. Yeah, Because, yeah, yeah. I mean, you lose. It's your fault. Like, you just got to yeah. learn the patterns, blah, blah, blah. It's every intense uh, game. Mm-hmm. But I played it back then. I got stuck on the monk guy, too. But last night, I was streaming it, and I was I played it over because I totally forgot how to play. Yeah. And I beat the monk guy on my first try. Ooh. So don't mind me. But So I'll be picking up the rest of that game. I think there's like... Eight or nine bosses, maybe ten bosses total. Yeah, something so around there. I'm definitely under halfway, but it, I'm excited to see what it holds in store. I feel like the monk guy is probably like the casual filter yeah, for that game. Probably. It's like the first boss is like the tutorial, which he's still like he's challenging for a tutorial. He's challenging. Like you'll die. You can die yeah. if you're not if you're being shitty. And the second one's that like weird kind of like worm lady, bike worm. Yeah, thing she's in, she's first. She's like a worm that she springs on. She's like a she's, little she's psycho in, like, spider. Yeah, uh, straight jacket. Yeah. Kind of yeah. sexy. I don't know. I don't know. I, you know me. I like my insubordinate women. 
Anyways. <laughs> Fuck, if we cut that one thing, that won't be... <laughs> that joke won't make sense and I'll just sound like a psycho. I'll make sure to leave your yeah, please, yeah. reaction to that. Only okay. that. Make a little Stevens a fucking misogynist segment at the end. He's just really into S&M, guys. Okay. <laughs> I like them with the noodle faces. What can I say? But yeah, she's she's challenging, but like that, that monk dude is definitely like a... No, yeah, he, he brings the heat because... We're gonna talk a bit of strategy now. So at the end of at the end he like has those I don't know how much you remember, but he like creates these pillars that you have to destroy to get him to the next phase. And maybe I got lucky, but maybe this is the strat, because you have two variations of shooting. You have just the simple bullet hell, shoot, 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 and you can do a charge shot. And if you do the shoot, 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 when you hit those glowing rectangles, they shoot bullets back at you. Yeah, so every time you shoot that. it, and then you just and he's shooting bullets at you at the same time, so you're just in this world of bullet hell, which is kind of what this game can come down to sometimes. Yeah, true. But the strat that I was using is instead of just doing the shooty-shooty, you do the charge shot at each one. It takes about three charge shot to actually kill the uh, pillars. And in my opinion, you get a lot less to deal with in the overall. And so I think mm-hmm. that's that might be... Maybe that'll help you. Maybe that'll help you viewers out there who came to our Fury podcast. Fury strats and fun things. But... That worked for me, and I killed it. I killed that monk bastard. Mm, he's dead. He's dead. But yeah, anyways. <laughs> yeah, it's a fun game. It's got it's got good art. It's got really janky ass cinematics in between fights because you have to like walk to each boss. Yeah, battle. man, I hated that. That made me so. I mean, it, it did that stupid thing too, where like when every it time it changes camera, the camera angle, you're walking a weird direction. Yes, that is <sighs> the dumbest thing. If you like, wanted, if they wanted to do a final update for that. Take that shit out. Just honestly, yeah. if you just give me like a pillar of text and let me click X to go to the next fight. Yeah, it's like, I don't know if there's supposed to be loading screens or what the deal is. It's like even then, if you want to just leave it as is, like take away the control. Let it be a cutscene. It does that. Let it- it's the weird thing. If you're dicking around too much or going in the wrong direction, it just takes control away from the player. Oh and then God, you just have to like, watch him walk forever like, how long just- it is. Because they want to pad out their... Super deep and original story. I don't care. I don't. I just want to fight bosses. That's all I'm playing it's, that it's game like, for. It's like, man, don't even, don't even include the like interactivity there. Like, it's not no. necessary. It's just it. All it serves to do is annoy you. <laughs> yes, it annoys you. It takes up your time. And if you're for whatever fucking reason trying to walk around enjoying the scenery, they're like, you know what? That's enough of that. And they take the control away from you, and they just make you watch the walk. And like, oh. sometimes you'll be walking, and then like you'll let go of the controller. But he was just following the fucking computer the whole time. It's it's a weird design choice. I think it doesn't do anything to benefit the game. That's not a game that needs a deep and interesting story with this bunny man. I don't care. I just yeah, wanna... it had like that whole surreal kind of aspect yeah. to it. Like it's 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 a it's an indie like, game storyline. Like they're like, all I mean, like, like I'll, that. I'll 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 allow I'll be yeah like, <laughs> I'll allow it. I'm okay with it in the fact that like. They're, they're going for something and, like, they're doing what they can yeah. within a boss rush game. Yeah. Just it could it, it could very easily just be a boss rush game and, like, it would be fine. Yeah. Adding something like that, I'm like, okay, yeah. Yeah. But those in-between segments. Yeah. Of, like, that forced walking mm-hmm. that is just super slow yeah. and if unskippable. It, if it was just cutscenes, that would be totally beneficial. Yeah, like, skippable cutscenes. Yeah, that. yeah, that very true. That's because, the worst thing. Because, like, I feel like that game... Like, doesn't it have, like, an actual speedrun mode or something like that? If it does, it's something you unlock after you beat it once. Yeah, but yeah, it, like, might... it feels like the kind of game that it would be, like, good. It's like, after you beat it, like, try to do it again, but, like, yeah. better and quicker and stuff yeah. like that. Like, it seems like it would really lend itself well to that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. So having those long, unskippable cutscenes yeah. 
just pisses all over that kind of concept. <laughs> I imagine once you beat the game, there's probably a mode where you just do endless rush and you just go through each thing, just back to back fighting the bosses. Because I, so. <laughs> like be... I, I know there's like a practice mode where if you just go in it, you can just fight a single boss at a time without all the hoopla. Because yeah. I, I tried to do that till I was like, yeah, this game. I remember this game. I'll just pick it back up. I got into the first boss and you just whipped my ass, so I had to play through uh, it so it would tell me what to do. <laughs> that game's fun. That's the big complaint is just the the dumb walking segments that. Serve no purpose of the to pad out a story for a game that's a boss rush. Yeah. Not well, bad. Not bad. Honestly, B plus. B plus out of 10. <laughs> B plus out of 10, thank you very much. You just got stuckmanized. What? It's a YouTube reviewer. <laughs> Glad to know. Yeah. All right. Um. And so, so we talked about that game, that game. You want to, any other games you got on the burner? What do you, what's, your, what's next for you, big guy? What's, um, what's going on, buddy? I'll, uh, I've been wanting to go back to Dead Space. Oh, true. Even though, like, it, it's only been, like, a week since I last played it, but mm. that game... You're, you're trapped in, like, games from, like, 2008. <laughs> yeah, dude, dude, I, I've been thinking this, this to myself for a while, but, like, I'm in, like, a constant, like, struggle to get past 2015 <laughs> yeah. in, like, games. Like, I still have, like, Witcher and stuff to do, like, all like, mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, and it's just, like, I don't know if I'll ever get past that year. I mean, because... There's, like, you find games that were released <laughs> in, yeah. like, 2012 or 2013. Like, fucking Nier came out of, the, like, the backlog with, like, the original Nier. Which yeah, the no original Nier was until in 2010, and I didn't play it till like, January of this year. I know, because no one heard about that game aside from when this when Nier Automata started becoming a thing. And people mm-hmm. were like, well, I'm not going to understand the story. Better play the original. Doesn't really matter, because, yeah, I mean, it's, like, it's a convoluted mess. Like, well, <laughs> yes, it <laughs> definitely is. I will say, like, ironically enough, like, I remember seeing, like, some of Nier when it first launched, and, like, it got, like, weird reviews. I remember, like, seeing some praise, and I was, like, kind of interested in it, but, like, I just never got it. I feel like I don't remember. Until, like, you know, recently. Yeah. But, um, ironically enough, with all the criticisms of that game's, like, combat and controls and just general gameplay being really bad, Mm -hmm. I feel like it actually held up pretty well. Yeah. Because, like, what it does is very, very simple. Like, the combat in the original Nier just kind of serves to, like... Get you somewhere. Like, exist as gameplay. And, like, yeah. Like, basically pad out the story bits. Yeah. And, like, that's really the biggest criticism, is that there's a lot of just, like, monotonous backtracking. Yeah, and, like, backtrack, go back and forth. and slash, blah, blah, blah. And, like, but... This is where we would get into, like, waxing a little poetic, and, mm. like, I'd just be beating myself off. Yeah, like, sure. Of course. The whole time. <laughs> Let's do it. But, um... <laughs> Not too much. Not like there's an element to which I feel like that back and forth. Not so much in the original Nier, but in Automata, definitely like repeating so much and seeing the same places like over and over again. When you see those areas change, yeah, it's more impactful than mm-hmm. it would be if you just saw them once and moved Very on. Very true. Because I mean, you're in that first section of the game where you know everything's fine, everything's good. I've just you know this overgrown cityscape with you know. Very post-apocalyptic, blah blah blah. Yeah. But then you have that first encounter with the um, the what yeah. are the, the Titans or whatever they're called. Yeah, the, the, the big uh, the, the big boys, yeah. big machines, and they like totally just like nuke the middle section. You're like, what the fuck? This is crazy. Yeah. And then not to spoil a thing, but then like at the end where you get the the tower and everything else that's all up in the sky and yeah, all the various yeah. um little yeah, elevator once rushes. Once you get into that like third zone, oh, like third like section of the game, mm-hmm. like everything's different oh, yeah, and like I mean, all the spaces you go to like the places change the like 
places that were previously like fun and happy are no longer fun yeah. and happy. They're like desolate and kind of scary and, and weird. It's like depressing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Now that game was obviously you know I went to get a waxing board, jerking, blah blah blah, Yokotaro, but like <laughs> that dude, like I feel like everything, gameplay wise, story wise, music wise, character wise, like it's very clearly all a cohesive element. Mm-hmm. Just the plot itself is like all over the place. Yeah, like the way he tells the story, like like you said, with like the going back and forth, and like mm-hmm. you know, they're androids; they do this all the time. They're they keep yeah. repeating the same stuff over and over again. As you know, that's something yeah. you'll find on the story. It all makes sense. There's a lot of stuff in that game that's like they're core story elements, but they're never explicitly said. Yeah, like um, it's not in your face. It's very much yeah. like. It's it's what it's what the English teachers have been preparing us all this time. We're finally analyzing plot. <laughs> you know, that's actually really funny you bring that up. I was actually thinking about that yesterday. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, I'm gonna jerk myself off for a bit. Let's go get it. Out. <laughs> um, that game is a game that does not mean as much if you're not somebody that plays a lot of games. Yeah, and like a lot of people have said this already, but it's like there's so many sections of that game that, like. It's very easy to just, like, ignore it and, like, not think about it. There's a segment where um, you... I don't know how to put it. Like, I don't want to spoil, because yeah. anybody that listens that hasn't played this game, you should play it. It's It might it might not be your cup of tea. It's not for everybody. It's a very weird game, but it's something that should be at least experienced, I would say. But there's, like, in games, there's tons of them where you have to, like, protect somebody who has to do some kind of events mm. you know like they're like hacking they're like setting up fixing the generator whatever the fuck bullshit yeah, it is and yeah. near there's a segment where you're the one that's being protected yeah and yeah. as a player you're not really doing anything mm. but just holding a button yeah but like in the moment it still feels kind of cool because mm. like you know it's a bit of a role reversal if you haven't played a lot of games you wouldn't get that bit mm-hmm. and even then it, like, it's just a small thing yeah it's not even something you pick up on just playing yeah like, it's, it's you just a, think about it's it. a little like nothing but like there's a bunch of stuff like that yeah and uh again going into more like the specific story and lore of um the near series that segment has two characters that in the first game betray you and become evil mm-hmm. and in this one they're protecting you mm-hmm. and so it's it's like there's even like a little bit of a lead up in a cutscene where like you think like it's very similar to mm-hmm. the scene where they betray you in the first game, mm-hmm. and it's like we're gonna save you, and it's like whoa, it's like well this time you really like me, yeah, yeah. But, um, that happens, and it's just like there's there's so much that's like you can look at the story itself, and it's convoluted and it's ridiculous, and there's so much outside of game stuff you would have you to like. Even- it just, it's just—it's such like, this massive. There's like, short stories. There's, there's a like, musical. <laughs> yeah, he's got a freaking like stage play, which, ironically <laughs> enough, Near Automata is more of a sequel to the play yes. than it is to the first Near. Yes, it's kind of ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> like, like it's just nuts. Oh yeah, it's it's completely unfounded. Like, there's yeah. nothing in the world. I mean, maybe in some other medium, but there's nothing in gaming that's similar to Near and what yeah. it is. And like that's why it's like not everybody's going to appreciate that. Yeah. But it's like, I would say this applies to a lot of Yoko Taro games, mm-hmm. like, but um, it, like, it has the story, but the story is not the point. Yeah. Like, like, there's an actual meaning. Like, when you talk about, of course, the English teacher and analyzing mm-hmm. stuff, it's like the curtains were blue because he's depressed. Like, well, maybe the curtains are just fucking blue, bitch. Well, it's like, 
for most games, the curtains are just blue. Yeah. With Nier, it's because he's depressed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No. <laughs> like, this is a, it's, it's not a game about androids. It's a game about Yokotaru wanting to fucking kill himself. <laughs> Pretty much. Like, <laughs> he's a person who, Nier Automata is, is a super, like, important game for him and, like, just mm-hmm. games in general because if you look at his story, every game he's put out has been a super low budget affair mm-hmm. and it's always been really, like, just bad from yeah. a gameplay point yeah. of view. For pretty poorly received, pretty poorly, yeah. like, it doesn't sell very well. No, like, they just have their, like, it has its niche audience that is there for, like, the crazy plot and the mm-hmm. weird, ridiculous yeah, they get, world. they get involved and they like the characters. Yeah, and, and like, the kind of, like, and then, again, like, that pseudo, like, meta sort of, like, yeah. understory. It's, it's a video game, what? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. a big thing about the first Guard that, um, like, way back on the PS2, mm-hmm. like, supposedly the story goes that his original goal with that game was that he was basically making uh, Ace Combat, but with dragons instead of planes. Mm -hmm. But at the time, uh, Dynasty Warriors came out and was, like, really big. Mm -hmm. And so Square Enix was like, yo, make a game like this, turn into that. Uh (laughs) And so he was like, "Um, okay, how do I take this dragon flight game and Mm -hmm. make it about killing a bunch of random People on the ground, yeah. And so he added that feature in, and it sucked, of course. Yeah, yeah. Because, I mean, again, low budget, and it wasn't supposed to be like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, the big question he asked is, like, well, okay, you have a game where you're just running around killing hundreds of thousands of dudes. And he's like, why? What? (laughs) Not even that. It's like, what kind of person would do that for fun. And oh, like, is that what it is? And that's the character. Those oh, are all shit. the characters in the game. Oh. Like, they're all these, like, just deeply messed up people mm. who are, like, killing for enjoyment, basically. Right. Mm-hmm. And, like, there's there's a lot more to it than that, but that's, like, the general idea. Yeah. And, um... It's giving, like... It's giving depth and meaning to, like, something that would just be thrown into a game. Something that, like, in a game you would never think about, really. Yeah. Like, it's just gameplay. You don't yeah. care. You're I gotta kill these guys because the game told me to. Yeah, it's like, yeah. You're, just, you're just there to do it. You're there to kill them. But it's like, why? It's like, because the game's telling you to. But it's like, isn't yeah. it? Like, that's the big thing with, like, Yoko Taro. Like, kind of Guard in general. I've only... The only Dragonguard game I've really played, I've played a little bit of 3, but, like, not a not a lot to mm-hmm. really, like, say anything about mm-hmm. it. But, um, that, like, thing about, like, how killing in games is just a little weird how standard and just accepted it is mm-hmm. is kind of his big like thing there yeah and it's like he's not even criticizing it he's just kind of like putting it out there yeah. in a way that like you can see it and be like huh <laughs> that's a little weird <laughs> yeah but um again with near the very ending segment of that game again i will not spoil because it's something that should be experienced it's so wild it's like and again that's something that like it means so much playing it having like you know gone through like for 50 hours like you Mm. go through the same areas again and again and like Mm. you see like that same like little bit of music every time it's a little bit different each time then you get it at the end and like it all comes together Mm. and like oh my god it's it's kind of a bit of a religious experience at the end there because you're kind of just like spend all the time you put in all the effort you're like jesus this is where this game has put me this is it and then you have that and you're like what? Yeah, what? What? It's, it's like you get to like the like final like couple endings, mm-hmm. and it's just like and it's like you're there, and it's like it's ended, and it's just like I don't really like why. Yeah, he's like, like, how do I feel? It, I don't it's really like understand. The ending itself, like the endings themselves, are like kind of like okay, it's just like yeah, abrupt. Because well, the issue is that like it's the ending, and you're like you know there's another ending, so you're like all right, that's not it. Then you're like okay, but it's it's gonna get deeper. Yeah. Like, oh, but there's gonna be more. But then you're four endings in, and you're like 
Yeah, you the fuck? You, like, finish the last of, like, the main, like, canonical sort of whatever what you want to call say. it endings. <laughs> yeah. And then, like, you get that final little segment of, like, just 15 minutes or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, perfect pure blend of, like, gameplay and, like, gameplay that's acknowledging the player without, like, breaking the fourth wall mm-hmm. in a way. Like, it, it ties the player into the story in, like, a literal sense. Mm-hmm. Which is something that, like, you see more and more in games. Like, um, yeah, they're getting slowly more meta. Yeah, like, like, the big... That was a... Uh, Brothers of Tale of Two Sons was, like, the big game that, like... Oh, uh, see, I've never played that. Oh, so, really? Yeah. yeah well, like, it, it, there's a segment in that game where... Is it um, a meme, like, that you're actually controlling and blah, blah, blah? Sort of. Like, yeah. it's just that, like, you have this control, and then all of a sudden, part of that control is taken away. Uh-huh. And because of that, it creates a more, like an impactful emotional experience that you couldn't get from, like, something that isn't a game. Is that game. a short game? Yeah, you could yeah. beat it in, like, one sitting easily. Uh, I'll have to take it up. Yeah, I think it's on PS Plus, actually. So. Yeah, I think it is. I think I have it on PC, too, though. Yeah. Because that's so. me. But, but, um... Yeah, so... The ending of Nier Automata, like, the final one, is kind of similar. Because, like, Yoko Taro games have this reputation of just being, like, really fucked up mm-hmm. <laughs> with, like, their endings. Like, there's a lot of bad stuff that happens in them. But near Automata, uncharacteristically, it's kind of light. Kind of has a happy ending almost. Yeah. It has a it has a um, optimistic ending. Yeah, like, yeah, like that's that's really what it is. It's yeah. optimistic. That's like the closest you can really get mm-hmm. with the Yoko Taro yeah. mics, I guess. I'm gonna see how much I can say without really trying to spoil it. Just sort of getting an idea. So at the end, it's kind of implied that like you know this could happen again. It could just go the same way. Do you think that each individual story ending is them doing it again a different way? Do you think it's like each A, B, C, D is like, it happens, they get rebuilt, whatever, and they go back to do it, it ends up this way. They go back to do it, it ends up this way. Um, uh, no, I wouldn't say that. Yeah. I don't know. I think, like, I would say each ending is probably a different timeline, with the exception of A and B, because that's basically the same one, just with yeah. with B, you just get more, like... Yeah, it's just sort of... Yeah, you just get, like, more information. Mm-hmm. But um, with C and D, they're two, like, very different endings, and... um. D is what flows into E, mm-hmm. so that, like, D and E are basically just connections of the same right. story. So it's really more just, like, ending one, ending two, ending three, almost. Basically, yeah. yeah. Like, like, there's really, like, that's the way I look at it. Like, Just credits roll five different times. <laughs> yeah, there's five different endings, but there's really three different endings. Yeah, yeah. Jesus, this game is such a fucking... Like, yeah, like, it's... Lovable mess, I would call it. Really, like, that's really what it is, and that's, that's the perfect way to describe a tarot game. Mm-hmm. But, I mean... Yeah, so, if you haven't checked it out, go ahead. You think it'll pay us for this kind of promotional work with these uh, washing if we, if we cosplay, Yoko Taro might retweet us. Oh, hell yeah, dude. Dibs on uh, dibs on 2B. <laughs> you dick. I've got the butt for it. All right, I'll be a meal. All right. <laughs> this, like, giant-ass a meal. Yeah. <laughs> cool, cool. But yeah, so that's... we def- Obviously, we both devoted a lot of time to Nier, so we wanted to talk yeah. about it and... Some depth. Sorry there. if that segment was a little disjointed, but yeah. that's, that's a disjointed game. So. Yes, I mean, you try and discuss that game without a script, you're going to be having a yeah. heck of a time. I'm, I'm very excited to see how he follows it up. Yeah. Because now that he's had a game that's actually been a success. Do you think that it's a success and it's a moneymaker? You think the next game is going to be happy and fun? <laughs> now that he might be happy again. He's like, I've stopped drinking. Yeah, <laughs> I stopped drinking. I'm happy now. I have so much money to spend on funny game. Yeah, no, nah, but, um, like, it's really nice that 
this game worked out for him because like I've read about like a lot of his history the whole reason like he's been able to continue making games and like Square Enix hasn't just fired him because of one guy right yeah the the guy who directs Dragon Quest is a big fan Mm -hmm. and he's like threatened to quit if they don't give him his people like that are dope Yeah, yeah exactly but it's just like like for this one they were like all right well, you make it, but this one has to be good. Yeah, that's and why we're gonna bring in a whole other developer we're to bring make in your platinum game. to do the combat. Yeah. You don't, you ain't gotta worry about it. You it just, ain't a strong suit. You just gotta write on a piece of paper what you want them to say. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now that was, I think, if with, without a uh, platinum coming in to fucking make that a video game, I think yeah. that game would have been just like near. What's really commercial what's failure. really crazy about it is how much like the original near it is. Yeah, like. Control wise and everything, pretty much it feels the, the like, like it controls basically the exact same as far as buttons go, mm-hmm. but it feels so much better because of course Platinum have been doing this for yeah, years, that's kind of their bread, yeah. a little bit of their butter. Like it's so nice to see him succeed. Oh yeah, <laughs> and he, like, it's a guy been working pretty damn hard. He deserves yeah. it. Like when you like, I remember when it like uh, came out that it had sold more than a million copies. He like tweets out like in English. Dude, yeah, he was like crying on Twitter. He's, He's like, like, oh my god, thank you so much. <laughs> I do not speak good English, but yeah. did you see that fucking anus? <laughs> god, we talked for near for like 40 minutes and then talk about the butt game. Dude. How does that happen? That that kicked off 2017 as the year of the butt. Dude, honestly, I'm waiting. I'm thinking we're going to see, we're going to get Spider-Man booty. Hell oh, yeah. yeah. going to get Mario's tight little ass in those overalls. A uh, hell yeah. Freaking the arms thing. Damn, the yesterday. actress lady whose ass looks like Kim Kardashian's <laughs> like inflated ass. It's like nuts, dude. I'm just like... No, it's ass. <laughs> I'll, I'll be real. Go ahead. I have no hope for that. I Well, I had no hope for that game. Then I, <laughs> then I saw that and I was like, you know, I'll consider it. You know what? <laughs> Pre-order taken. You got me. That's all I need. Yeah. That's a game that's either going to be... It's going to be like Splatoon. It's yeah, going to be fine. Pretty much. I, I see it having, like... It'll probably have a small, dedicated fan base. I feel like if it were to come out on a system that wasn't the Switch, or, like, the Switch at a time where it had a broader, more diverse library... It wouldn't get any attention. Yeah. It, yeah. Would, it would just kind of flow right under the yeah. radar. It'll be cool when an arms character is in Smash, and that's about it. Yeah, like, because it's, like... One of the few real, like, big type games mm-hmm. on the Switch right now. Yeah. It will probably do fairly well. I imagine it's going to do well. And, like, they just have their direct on it where they're yeah. talking about the all the customization and the different characters and all the, like, the seemingly pretty in-depth stuff for a fighting game of that kind of, like, Nintendo nature. So yeah. I could see it being something pretty cool. But, I mean, I haven't really followed it at all because I'm not super interested. Yeah, same. Like, basically until this point, I just saw it as, yeah. like, a... Spiritual sequel to Wii Boxing. <laughs> like, <laughs> Kinda, yeah. Very involved. I mean, if there's a bundle with ARMS and Odyssey with the Switch, I'd buy it just yeah. for Odyssey and the Switch and then check out ARMS. I feel like it won't be a while like until they do like two games in a bundle. Yeah, well, they got they got the... Is it Breath of the Wild bundle they're trying to push now? Or is it Maybe, something yeah. else? I think oh, they have a Splatoon one. So that's the way it was Spl- yeah, Splatoon. Splatoon. <laughs> you, you guys didn't see. I held up two fingers to indicate two. Yeah, that was really important. You, you didn't need I mean, to visualize that. They wouldn't get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> But yeah, like um, I feel like it's gonna be a while before they do a double game bundle. Yeah, I mean the Wii U one took like what three years, maybe much. maybe and two. That, and that was a console that was stagnant. That was heavy. failed. That was Switch is going console. well so far. Switch has it's been sitting good, like it, so. which is totally wild considering here's a three hundred dollar console with one game. Mm-hmm. 
we're going to sell a trillion copies. And then they did it. <laughs> like, it's, it's really sad, honestly, about the Wii U and how much, like, Nintendo really could have made it something better than it is. Yeah. But... It's almost like they... It just seems like they were just, like, trying to fill space yeah. while they were working on a Switch. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and it, that's what's so sad about it, because it's like, the Switch launched with Zelda. Yeah. And, like, not just a Zelda game, which would have been great, even if it was just a Zelda game. It mm-hmm. would have sold like crazy. Mm-hmm. They did it with, like, a design-wise total reboot. Yeah. And, like, probably one of the best Zelda games ever. Not to mention a game that can last you probably until Mario Odyssey. Yeah. As like, much stuff as there is in it. At least until Mario Kart 8. <laughs> yeah, like, it, it could last you a good, like, couple months. It has. <laughs> yeah, like... <laughs> it's crazy. Dude, video games... It's on the up and up again. Feels yeah. like we're getting into a good era. The, this like, is a really good year. <laughs> the weird stuff with PS4 Pro and Xbox S or Scorpio or whatever they're... Yeah. Whatever they end is. up actually calling it. I can't... We'll I don't remember. <laughs> I guess so. But we'll see with like the like 1.5 type of console ideas. But if they yeah. talk about the new thing and then like PC gaming is kind of in a weird state, but not a bad state. Because mm-hmm. I mean, it, it used to, I feel like there's... As opposed to maybe two years ago, PC gaming has somehow boomed a little bit. Like, there's a lot of more people on yeah. PC, a lot of more people, a lot of, like, normie kind of people with, like, a, in the PC <laughs> yeah, realm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not just, like, people that bought their own computer and have all the money to spend. Yeah, it's definitely, like, gone from, like, an enthusiast to a somewhat more, like, casual. Yeah, it's becoming, it's a little, PC gaming's coming a little casual. I mean, you can you can notice that now that discounts and sales, they don't go down as much anymore because there's more people buying yeah. these games. It's they also, don't need to sell them. There's also a good old Steam refunds to thank for that. That's true. All right, well, that's going to be the first podcast. It might be pay-to-win podcast, but you'll find out as time goes on if you're listening to this in a couple months. Yeah, we'll just we'll just go ahead and end it here. We'll just go with pay to win for now, and yeah. we'll see. Tell your friends, we'll pay to win podcast. Holds. But either way, we've been your hosts. My name is Steven. You can I'm find Sean. me. You fucking bastard. We had everything was going so good before we had an outburst like this. <laughs> <sighs> oh man, maybe this really should have been the salty podcast, dude. <laughs> if only that wasn't taken by like three hundred other podcasts. Yeah, it's like a fucking cooking show. We were gonna call this uh, "Pass the Salt." Which was a great name, I thought. It was, it was pretty decent. It was catchy. You know, it's video game related because people get mad all the time. But there's a fucking cooking podcast that's going to upload in like six months called Pass Assault. So go ahead, um, report them, uh, downvote them, make sure they know we're upset about this. And we're going to get this thing on the air, guys. I promise you. All right. Um, maybe don't do that. But if you know them in person, tell them to contact us. Don't and... listen to them. <laughs> make sure they know we're coming. Anyway. Um, yeah, I've been Sean. <laughs> I've been Steven. You can find me on YouTube and Twitter under uh, Captain Kabuki, no space. Kabuki, like the ancient Japanese art of theater. Is that what Kabuki is? I Are thought, you? Yes! <laughs> I thought Kabuki was a, like, sound, you know? Yeah, from the ancient Japanese art of theater. <laughs> Kabuki right. theater, it's the one with the mask where they're like, dong, 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 I thought it was literally just a word for the noise. <laughs> I didn't Maybe, realize it was a theater but thing. But it's definitely what the theater type is called. <laughs> Anyways, I'm Sean. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at Brinklebot. Don't forget YouTube. And YouTube. He uploads every day. Everything's been copyrighted and I haven't uploaded in almost a year. Yeah, so. <laughs> we'll never make money off our loves. Alright guys, thanks for tuning in. See you next time. Ba ba da ba
Yeah, I don't think we need a real song, though. No. 